Blog Talk Radio. Hello, happy Sunday. This is Seeds of Change, and I'm your host, Danielle St. John. I apologize for being out last week. Um, I sounded like a 70-year-old smoker. I've got some, some like, chest um, congestion going on that's um, remedied. It's, uh, it's almost done. Um, so mom is with us. Today we're going to talk about um, a few things, but number one is censorship. So mom, are you with us? Yes, and I want to let everybody know that we're winning the censorship battle. So that's the good news for today. Um, we'll, it will move right into the good news report, but I'm excited to report we're winning the battle yes, of we censorship. Are. Yes, and I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the attack should never have happened in the first place, but, you know, we are we are winning this battle. And you bet. Yeah. I'm not sure if Katie's going to be with us today. She hasn't. She's been a little bit silent. So, um not sure what that's going to bring, but uh, she's always welcome. Of course. Um, and Lily is online. Um, I'm going to check and see if she um, if she can come today. Um, let's see. So I guess I could start if you want me to read where kind of where this is going, but there's a really fun clip that I think you should play. I just put it in the Danielle folder on Telegram. So um, it's the the first one that I put. We're going to talk a lot today about Alex Jones, believe it or not, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) because he uh, was reinstated on Twitter uh, among Mm -hmm. shrieking, howling, uh, ripping of tattering of garments um, you know, ashes and sackcloth and pearl clutching and flipping out. Um, anyway, uh, if you want to play that clip, um, Danielle yeah. Teresa. <clears throat> Are you talking about the, the song or the or the clip? This song, yeah. Okay, let's see. Let, hopefully, the audio will be good. Let's let's try this. Okay, three, two, one. Absolute control. And that's why we're just out here doing simple things, pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order. And that's why they want to try to keep us out. Is this the one? And how is the audio? That's the one, and the audio is just fine. Okay, great. Obama just speaks. Obama. 
And yes, the video was was better. But what what they did was they just sang the song, sang the words that he would be sh- he would be shrieking on his Infowars channel. And I have to tell you, the guy is um, controversial. There's no question about it. And that's really what I want to talk about today is that we need to be strong enough and well enough and and and. Uh, not weak, okay, to be able to listen to or or keep scrolling differences of opinions without melting down and doing what they did to this man. So absolutely, would you like to? I don't know if you if you're allowed to. You probably are. It's not breaking any HIPAA laws or anything. Um, explain what you. Uh, experienced in group the other day with the two-sided. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I, okay. I suppose I could I could uh, clean that up a little bit. So we were uh, doing the module on opiates because I am a drug and alcohol counselor. I work in a DUI program, and um, I one of my roles as a DUI counselor is to teach people what actually happens to your brain and body when you consume a substance and get behind the wheel of a car. So we were in the opiate section and we were talking about, you know, the, the, the wars over opium over the, over the millennia. There's been a war being fought over that tiny little country of Afghanistan for about 5,000 years. And someone piped up and said, you know, Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson did a really great segment about opiates and about, you know, the, you know, the, the sort of bad stuff that the United States has done in Afghanistan over those opium fields over the years. And just about every country's tried to go in there and take their shit, excuse the expression. And someone in my, in the audience said, uh, excuse me, um, you should never quote Tucker Carlson because he is vile. And then somebody came right back at him and said, look, mother, 
effer. I'm a Republican, and I'll say what I want to. So I said time out. <laughs> We're not doing that in our DUI class, but it, it just seemed to be a microcosm of where our country is at. The, the, the young man said, he's not allowed, you're not allowed to speak about what Tucker Carlson says. And the other person said, I'll say what I want. Exactly. And that's such like a relevant story for now, especially because of number one, censorship. And, and it really does seem to be, you know, a trick of the, on the left to shut down anybody's voice that they disagree with. Um, And they do it in so many ways and uh, shrieking, howling, crying, bitching, complaining, censoring, um, doxing, going to uh, supporters, advertisers, they will do anything to make you be quiet and stop speaking. Yes, absolutely. In every way, shape, or form. Obviously, something I'm passionate about. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) I Um, I will not stop speaking. Will you stop speaking, Danielle? No, no, sure won't. Never, never. At least every Sunday from 3 to 6. Yes, and and on in on different platforms, on in different ways, they can take our accounts, they can silence us. We'll just we'll just come at them again and again and again. Yes, we're winning this battle, and we will continue to win this battle. And the only thing we have to do is not stop speaking the truth. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Tucker Carlson. Uh, speaking of, did a, um, gosh, seems like the first semi-mainstream interview that's happened in years with Alex Jones. Uh, I take that back. Um, Joe Rogan did a couple interviews with him as well since he's been taken off. Um, And, you know, it's too long to play on the show. But I do have a couple little segments um, that I'd like to share. And, um he does talk about, about being censored a little bit. Uh, and, and, uh, really it's, you know, the, the, um, the topic that everybody believes he was censored over that normies believe he was censored over was Sandy hook. Um, so much so that he says that, um, that people actually, you know, at least one gentleman walked up to him in a parking lot and said, why did you kill those kids? Those kids. Yeah, like, yeah. And so a lot of people actually think that he was the shooter. He was the Sandy Hook shooter. Um, and and what what is his recourse? How is he able to defend himself on this? How you know you know what I mean? Like they, so they basically what they're doing is that they're accusing him of doing things that vile things that he didn't do, just because he questioned the official narrative. And yes. then they silenced him so that he can't defend himself. It That's really right. is a masterful move on their part. Um, is to He's be not quite the honest. only one, but yes, he was the first one. Him and a gentleman named Milo Yiannopoulos. Back mm-hmm. it, it, and and both of the, both Alex Jones and Milo Yiannopoulos were a test case for this this pervasive censorship that we're under now like we never have been before. They went after these guys both um, because they wouldn't shut up and they wouldn't stop speaking speaking truth to power. Do you love that? Right. Love that. Okay. So, So there's another gentleman, though, 
that it was even before them, and his name was Andrew Breitbart. Oh, and there's yeah. a classic there's a classic clip of Andrew Breitbart saying, "You're going to try to compare us to um, the blowing up of that building in in Oklahoma. You're going to try to call us terrorists. You're going to fuck you, fuck you." And then he said, "War." Okay, so this fight has been going on for about 25 years. They've been mustering their their processes to get rid of people that they when they speak things that are it's unapproved speech. It's um, we don't like what you're saying, so therefore we're going to ban you. We're going to get rid of you from the public square, which now is social media. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and isn't and, it interesting that, that they they banned these individuals and right. then I, I would say just about a year later were able to take down the profile of a sitting president. I yeah. don't think that anybody really saw that coming. Um nope. you know, but I, I know at the time, you know, even coming from like a left kind of view, I was like what are you what are you doing like doing. so yeah how, how can you justify this this is speech this is not violence you know and of course they they you know like about a year or so later they take down a sitting president's accounts because of his words being violent you know and it's uh, it's really um you know it it, it was actually scary how fast it happened yeah Okay. So I'm going to and, play and, a little bit of this of this interview. Um, I'm gonna, yes. it, it's an hour and a half, so there's no way we can play it all. But I'm going to start with um, with him talking about what their plan is for the middle class. Um, so if you're ready, um, I'll I go am. ahead and play that now. Okay, three, two, one. Won't work. Our Democrat Party ride, uh, and so Texas is almost purple because the California influx and all the other refugees from New York. Many of them bring uh, their leftist ideology yeah. with them, even though they're fleeing it. Like locusts, they fly to the next field. Uh, and so that's really the issue, uh, is that uh, the the legislature is somewhat cucked, to use that word again. And I think the governor has been cucked. He certainly went on a lot of lockdowns and masks more than really any other Republican governor. Uh, and so I Abbott. do think Greg Abbott uh, needs to do a better job. But yes. I also wanted to list some of the things that the state is up against. But I'll say this. Austin fired a bunch of police and another third quit. Crime everywhere, homeless everywhere, trash everywhere. Ruin the city like everywhere else they are. You live there. Absolutely. I, you know, that's where my family's from. I've been there since high school. But I'm going to have to leave soon because it's, 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 it's gotten more and more like Los Angeles every day. It's very sad to see it. People fleeing L.A., like my friend Joe Rogan, it seems great to him because he went from a really, really bad situation to a bad situation. Uh, but if you've been there, you can, you can see the decline. Uh, you can see how fast it is. And uh, it's, it's really, 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 really sad. And there are just illegal aliens everywhere and refugees from the rest of the country all over the place. Uh, and you see really the economic decline of most of the uh, mom and pop businesses and things. So the same rot we've seen all over the country. Austin was supposedly this big Mecca and it was going to be so great. And, and now sadly it's falling apart. I mean, Tucker, you know, the answer to all this, you do the best job of anybody with a true Americana populist uh, breakdown, the ruling elites of the world, the, the, the black rocks, the state streets, they're on record saying 
They don't want our consumer society. They don't want our capitalist society. Uh, it's bad. It's ugly. It's gross. But they're the biggest consumers compared to anybody else in the world. Their, their quote, carbon footprints are thousands of times bigger than the average person. Leonardo DiCaprio or, or, or Klaus Schwab literally have carbon footprints thousands of times bigger than the average poor working American that they're telling you can't have a car or air conditioning. Remember, before Obama left office, he traveled to Latin America, to Africa, the Middle East. And what did he tell them in speeches? The clips are famous. You can't have a car or air conditioning. The earth will overheat and burn up. While he's telling people that uh, by the year 2017, like Al Gore said, we would have areas flooded on the coastal areas while he bought a big house in Martha's Vineyard at one foot above sea level. And of course, it's still there and it hasn't flooded. I mean, a chef died there, brown, sadly, but uh, no flooding inside the house, just the dead chef. So they're waging war against civilization and society to make us poor, to, to, to put us under siege and to, to cut off our energy, make the cost of living impossible, to break our old system to bring in something even worse. And that's the Cloward and Piven strategy that the Democratic Party has adopted. They've, they've done the same thing in Europe. This is a plan. The central banks have unlimited money, but they can't buy all the infrastructure up because people aren't selling. So they've got to crush us and make people so poor that everybody's forced to sell their business, uh, their intellectual property, uh, their physical property, but more importantly, to turn over our bodies to them. We're a UN treaty that uh, O'Biden right now is, uh, that's what I call uh, Biden is O'Biden, is trying to ratify, would literally put our bodies under the control of the United Nations and our medical care. Oh, my God. So, the pandemic. Pandemic training. Yeah. So what this is, is, is really a breaking of our will, a demoralization. That's what the transgenderism is. And two men can have a baby and uh, puberty blockers and castrating little boys and cutting little girls' breasts off. They've got such hellish stuff coming in this designed global collapse to bring in their world government that they've got to just have all these horrors out there hoping we just throw up our hands and run off to the countryside, which everybody's doing, and in a way that's good. But at the same time, then they've got full control. Totally right. And they're going to march out of the countryside next and dig us out. So that's, I mean, it, it, you look at the White House press secretary who can barely speak English, who's one of the stupidest people. Okay. <clears throat> Any thoughts on that? I do. I, here's the thing. We can t sit here, sit back here in these chairs and complain about, you know, uh, them taking uh, our accounts down, but it's way bigger than that. This is all a concerted effort. And and if okay, so there was part of the interview where, and you didn't play it, and and you don't necessarily have to, where he talks about in the eighties. I, or 90s, I was saying, you know, re, they were... Yeah, they I'll were get to that. that. Yeah, we're not oh, done with this. Oh, I, we're going to break oh. it down into, into little chunks, but go ahead. So, but what he's saying is, is that they come in, ruin a beautiful part of the country at, with their, with their um, policies, and then go, and then up and move to another part of the country because like, oh, it's really terrible here. And, and they never even ever look at themselves. As to the reason why they need to get up and move, that's why he keeps calling them refugees, is because they keep destroying the places that they are leaving, which California is a perfect example. They've all left yeah. Los Angeles because it's a fucking hellhole. Right. And they've moved, now they've moved to Austin, and, and according to uh, um, Alex, Alex Jones, they're ruining that too. Yeah, they're like locusts going from one field to another. 
Yes. And, and, and I suppose, and, but even larger, a, a, a sort of a, a thousand yard view of that is he's saying it's deliberate. He's saying it's deliberate that they want yeah. us to flee out into the rural areas, which sounds really good to me right now. Right. Um, right. It sounds really good, but only if you guys go with me. Right. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't yeah. want to go by myself, um, but but the idea sounds better and better. But I keep, but he's, but from what I keep understanding is how much did you say that BlackRock's bought up of all the homes? They're they're trying to drive us like cattle into activity or location or environments for what reason? Because we're doing it, even though you know the the reason why we're doing it is the right idea. We've got to get away from these people, but it, apparently that's their goal. So what's the other end goal? So it would be good if you – I don't know where you're going next, but there's there's that one clip that I'm just talking about where he says they've been telling us that this is what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know when what? They, and, we, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, no, go ahead. because there, there's a really interesting clip about um, apparently uh, be, right before 9-11, Alex Jones said this is what they're going to do. And Tucker is flabbergasted by that. Yes. That's why That's he did the, the interview. Yes. Yeah, why he did the interview with Alex Jones. And he's like, how could you know that? And he goes, because they, he, he named off six papers, six places where he'd gotten the information where they yeah, said, they this is what us. we're going to do. They have to tell us. It's part of their rules. They don't break their own rules. No, you know, they, it, but that, that's a demon it. thing. That's yeah. a demon thing. They have to tell us. They're required. That's a, there's a biblical, um, there's a part of the Bible where it talks about they have to tell us what they're going to do, and they, and they did. Mm-hmm. And, and these papers were very clear that they were going to try to get us to behave a certain way by terror. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And, and, it, and it was – Okay. All right. Keep keep going. I'm I'm ready. Okay. Do you have comments about that? Because I found it fascinating. Yes. Um, Go. But let's let's hold off until we get to that section. Um, because there, I might play. You know, some. I meant clips. I meant the section. I meant the section that you just played. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I meant, no, I, I, I wasn't been calling that for a long time too. That okay. Yeah. So so what? Uh, once you realize how bad this is. How how much how much danger we're in? It there's it's like you're standing at a fork in the road, and it's either stay and fight or tuck and run. And I'm not right. saying that is a bad thing, but um, actually, this I believe that he talks about it in this next clip on what we need to do, and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to play this this next clip. Hopefully, I've got this in the right spot. I just fast forwarded a little bit while you were talking, uh, but let's let's get back to this, and then we'll discuss a little after after this segment. So, three, two, one. Reality. Why is everything so ugly? I mean, that's why they tell people, "Hey, you can be homeless anywhere. You can crap on the street. Needles throw your garbage everywhere. Drug dealers can sell you drugs." Uh, we're going to give the homeless all this government funding. Liberal groups come in and farm and milk each homeless person and skim a big cut of the money off the top. It's it's a crop. But then you, a cash crop, and we see that and we think it's all over. There's nothing we can do to demoralize us and make us give up. And even though I'm conscious of this, even though I know this, 
it's still at a DNA level. I'm like, I got to go to the country. I got to get out of here. I've got to separate myself from this. But then there it is. when they release this toxic cultural poisonous gas, they push us out of those areas and they get the main infrastructure yes. to then organize that, cut off the food supplies to that group they have and then tell them, the reason you're doing that is not BlackRock and the WF and Bill Gates. It's all those evil people on the countryside. They're all white supremacist and terrorists and racist. Let's go get them. Because the last group they don't control is rural people that are self-sufficient. And so I get going to the countryside, protecting your children. Uh, that, I mean, that's the holy grail. The problem is you've got to have one foot in each. You've got to go back and fight in the city for the infrastructure, for the government. You've got to give people hope while also building a backup operation with farming and, and ranching and self-sufficiency. So that's why the WEF and the UN are coming in in, in, in Ireland and in areas of Asia and in the Netherlands and saying, by 2030, 80% of your cows have got to be dead. And they just banned like 30% this year in the Netherlands. And it didn't matter people were 80% against it in polls. It didn't matter. Uh, they sent the military in against the peaceful farmers that were just protesting, just like the peaceful truckers in Canada got brutally attacked. And so they're all WEF globalist alumni that the big banks on record brag. They penetrated the cabinets, to, to quote Klaus Schwab, they put their operatives in to cut off our energy, demoralize us, release the hardened criminals, put the political activists in prison, uh, continue to cut off the resources to make an angrier world. Klaus Schwab says, we're going to make the world collapse. We're going to have everybody turn against each other. We're going to blame the political classes that we own and control. And then when we're done, we'll bring in our new solution. Can you stop it for a second, please? Yep. Okay. So most people would say, well, that's just crazy. Let me just tell you something about Alex Jones. He has receipts for every word he just said. Yep. Klaus Schwab said all of those things. Yes. Yep. Okay. They have Sorry. to tell us. No, it's they fine. No, have. I love it. Um, and I love that we can pause it with this. The voice, you know, Yay. the audio quality isn't as good. It but actually is really can... good, Danielle. I need you to oh, know good. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay. Awesome. Okay, let's let's continue. ...that we had before with the fentanyl, with the open borders, with the demoralization, and then they bring in their next phase, which is a high-tech castle society, robot drone-controlled nightmare. Uh, more than half of the U.S. in their official U.N. maps that they've had for more than 25 years, they're in some of my first films, show half the U.S. off-limits to humans. Uh, all cars left to have GPS. Everybody by law left to have a cell phone at all times. Australia just did this last year. You know, tried to push it through. And that's the admitted global UN standardized plan where you don't leave your house without a cell phone. Every car uh, is is uh, robot kill switch, GPS controlled. California is moving to ban all the quote classic cars. That's any car that doesn't have a digital uh, ignition. And they admit it's for control. So if people think things are bad now, the straitjacket, the ball and chain is going on. It's all being militarily run. Our military is great men and women, but at the top, our military has been globalist trained, new world order people for at least 30, 40 years. They've got almost every general, every person under their control. And that's why it came out in the UK and, and Europe and also here in Canada. You pulled the headlines. A defense department purposely scared public into lockdowns, masking and taking inoculations. Uh, UK headline, uh, British Ministry of Defense secretly brainwashed and terrorized public. 
Canada, same headline. They even let you know, oh, the military is here to do this. And now oh, the CIA and Justice Department is there to help surveil the public to stop disinformation. And it, it turned out, of course, almost all that disinformation was true uh, about everything. So we have to understand, our governments have been seized. The big corporations want to get rid of the American idea. But you've got 50 acres and your house and a business and a farm and you can take care of your family and, and, and you're independent. They have to destroy all that because the rest of the world aspires to that. Instead, they want 15 minute cities, central bank digital currencies. Uh, they want uh, all of these systems that track and trace everything you do on the social credit scores. And the plan for the rest of the public, uh, we're about 99%, is 250 square foot coffin apartments, uh, 5G bathing you in them, oh, Lord. Uh, literally eating bug protein. And I told people 10 years ago, they're going to push bugs on the public. So I read it in their white papers. Now it's already in grocery stores all over the U.S., all over Europe. Uh, they're, 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 they're putting the cricket meal into the food, very toxic. Undisclosed, yeah. It's got chitin in it. Yeah, they'll just give it a number. It's like it's got like a code. And you ask again, why would you do that? Because it's all about breaking our will. They don't want people to aspire to open, free societies. Yeah, there's a lot of waste, there's decadence, there's issues, but there's freedom. They want to train us to live on carbon rationing, food rationing, a very dystopic world. You'll own nothing, you'll have nothing, and you'll be happy. Now, these are quotes. I have to say, I, I bet there are, I don't know how long into this we are, 30 minutes or something. I bet there are a lot of people watching who are thinking, holy smokes, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Alex Jones. I'm supposed to hate this right. guy. The lie and what you just said. Uh -uh. Okay, yeah. So thoughts on that? I, I actually started there. That that. Oh, okay. And I used the the word controversial. He says stuff that's absolutely just some of it's appalling. But let me just tell you, there's not one untruth in anything he said. And I guarantee you, he has receipts for every single thing he just said. And so when we get to that one clip, you'll see what I'm talking about. And the truth is, is that we're already seeing this shit. We're already seeing the evidence. Now, now the sort of the, um, the motivation, the motivation for what we're seeing, they'll tell you, you know, that the, that they're, you know, it's raining and they're, they're pissing down your leg. Oh, well, you know, uh, what about the social justice and what about this? And, what, and you know, the, the, the people who don't get to get gender uh, uh, affirming care are going to kill themselves if we don't give it to them. And they'll tell us all kinds of reasons and motivations for why they're doing the things that they're doing and the behaviors that they're engaging in. But, I, but he's got receipts for why they're doing it. It's all part of a quote unquote agenda and and they're the stuff that they're doing it's right up in your face as you say demons are required to, to they have to tell you what they're doing and they have and he's got the receipts for all of it that's why they that's why they took him off deplatformed him off of everything he's still got his show Infowars. he plays it every day uh but he there's not one thing that he he said that was untrue just now, and he's and I guarantee you he can back it up with their stuff, not just his suppositions. He can he can back up every single thing he just said. 
Are you there? No, I'm here. Definitely. I'm, yeah, I, I'm just trying to cue this up again. Welcome, listener. Um, and uh, I'm just trying to cue up the next clip I wanted to, to play. So okay. Uh, I okay. think I've... No, hold on. Maybe it's 105. Hold on. Real psychics seeing into the future. One sec. Just one sec. Uh, and you like it's really interesting to see uh, Tucker's facial expressions on this too. He's just I, like, I, I, yeah, he's blown away. And and they, they told all of us we're not allowed to listen to this. Like he's, he's well, uh, yeah, he's you're mad. you're getting you're energized. You're energizing your computer. You're, okay, uh, you're, okay, I'm gonna stop energizing my computer. <laughs> I promise. Right now. Uh, I will. Okay, is that better? Yeah, much better. Okay. Um, so this is why the reason why we were told that we're not allowed to listen to this man, that he's bad, that he's evil, that he's wicked. And uh, it, that's why they deplatformed him. It wasn't Sandy Hook. No. It wasn't Sandy Hook. It's because he's a truth teller. They did the same thing to Tucker. Yeah. Are you still, are you uh, still looking for another, that other clip? Because in yeah, the meantime, okay. I, it's okay. Go I ahead. just want to tell you about another one that they took down while you're looking. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. <clears throat> there may be some some argument or pushback about which one of them got taken down first, but the other one that was high profile that got taken down was a was a guy named Milo Yiannopoulos. Yiannopoulos worked for Breitbart from 20, this is from Wikipedia, which, yeah, okay, take it with a grain of salt, uh, 2014 to 2017. During this time, he rose to prominence as a significant voice in the Gamergate controversy. And I'll tell you what Gamergate is in a minute. In 2016, he was permanently banned from Twitter for online harass, harassment of actress Leslie Jones. Permanently banned from Facebook in 2019. Um, Yiannopoulos solicited, supposedly, that he solicited white nationalists such as American Renaissance editor David Saussier for story ideas and editing su suggestions during his tenure at Breitbart. Breitbart. So we, I, still, I still don't see the problem. I don't, of course, I'm not a white supremacist, but they get to speak too. I can reject everything they say but they still have the right to say it as far as I'm concerned. And I can spit on their feet for saying it. Yeah. And what, and what is that? There's a, a kind of a, a famous quote that um, is, I may not, oh gosh, I, I'm probably, I'm paraphrasing. I will, I, may not, I, I will defend your right to say it to the death. Yeah. I may I not may, agree with what you say, but I will defend, yeah, to the death, your right to say it. Um. Yeah, and that's it. Says, and, and I, I disapprove like, of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. It was uh, Voltaire. Yeah. Um, would you please explore the famous quote? Let's see, it says, um, It was Evelyn Beatrice Hall, 1906. Yeah. And, um, and, it's it's true, and they took that the United States when we when they were writing the First Amendment, they meant all speech. Yes. Correct. And it has to be all speech. And actually, like, it, it, you know, and that's kind of part of the, the beauty of the Constitution, in my opinion, is that um, 
you know, at first, um, it's use your words, all words, every word, you know, if if there's a disagreement, right? Like, you know, let's say it's the most vile argument that somebody could have, um, which you should, it should lead to more speech. Yes. Never silence because that's, and that's why the second amendment is right after it is because if we can't, you know, if we can't, you know, use our words, like we teach our toddlers, um, then, then we have something to help us use our words right after that. That's right. Then the right to do it. Why do you think they fight just as hard to, to try to chip away at the second amendment as they do to, to chip away at the first amendment? They hate the fact that we get to, and it can back it up with, with, what you know whatever we need to to have because they they can't silence us silence us they can't yeah yeah there's there's 300 million guns in the united states yeah and more and more ghost guns coming out i don't i hate the term ghost gun but like no. you can't stop it's people summer. from having guns you know yeah. And, yeah. and um so as they, much they as they'd like leave. to they, but we will find a way we will be able to defend our property our families and our and our speech Right. With, you know, everything that we have. Okay. So I found the next part of the clip um, okay. or the next clip. Uh, here we go. Three, two, one. So you live in Austin, Texas. You've been there since high school. Austin's changed a lot. And uh, as you noted, it's been really overwhelmed by people from the West Coast fleeing the decayed societies that they built. You live among liberals now. What do you make of them? What are they like? I really feel sorry for them because compared to, say, my dad's dad, yeah, uh, like you were telling me about your uh, your foreman or your you know, manager knows how to do electricity, knows how to build houses, knows how to fish, hunt. You know, we just saw that big moose he got today. Yeah, uh, these these guys are impressive, and they can do everything. My grandfather could do everything. Uh, if he could fix a combine with literally rubber bands and tin cans, he you know, cut them into pieces. And my dad's the same way. I'm a shadow of them and their can do, uh, and compared to liberals, I'm like light years ahead of them. They live in high rises. They get food delivered to them. Uh, they, they're not in reality. Uh, they don't have common sense. They go out the most dangerous areas that I wouldn't go into armed in, 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 in places like New York, dangerous areas of Austin. They get stabbed, raped, murdered, killed. Then they defend the people, their families do, that killed them. Uh, they just are like pod people. Uh, they are just these obsolete creatures that uh, most of them have, I guess, jobs because they work for big tech or the system, uh, but they are just completely disconnected, domesticated, very, very politically ignorant, culturally ignorant, historically ignorant people. And they think they're elitist. They think they know a lot. They think they understand a lot. They're totally useless. What, what do they do for fun? Well, I was about to say, and they're the ones that want to depopulate. They're the ones that think that, uh, like Bloomberg said, oh, what's a farmer do? It's easy to stick a seed in the ground, it grows. Farming is incredibly hard. You better know what you're doing, and you got to have the weather on your side. And it's a all-around-the-clock job. I've had family that are farmers. My dad grew up as a farmer and a rancher. I've, the summers, they would send me to work on farms and ranches. Best education I ever got. It's rough. It's, it's, it's tough. Uh, and but is it really essential? Is food really essential? <laughs> well, we're told but by John Kerry <laughs> the last few months. He says we need to cut farming. Now, organic farming is, is he still alive, is John Kerry? I don't think he, I think it's a corpse. It seems he seems like a corpse. A rubber face. 
Somebody, An animatronic Chuck E. Cheese. I thought he passed years ago, but somebody told me he's still alive. I don't. I guess it's an open question. He runs around giving speeches saying we've got to cut farming uh, or people are going to starve. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm not joking. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Cut down trees, cut the food off, cut the fertilizer off to save people. Well, speaking Any of idea how dumb that sounds? I mean, again, as I said. Uh, I, I don't think they do. You know, but how counterintuitive this is, right? Um, all right, let's let's go on. Go ahead. Yeah, and I meant this. I've never seen a single person, I don't think there ever has been a person in the history of the United States who was not criminally charged, but was punished to the extent that you have been. I mean, they've really tried to drive you into the grave. I think to be fair, it's been mm-hmm. worse for Trump. But okay, all right. So we'll, we'll stop there and, and do comment. And then... Um, if you remember, I played that John Kerry, uh, one John Kerry clip on my Good News report, or I read it to you on the Good News report, or actually the Everything is Stupid and Corrupt part of the Good News report a few weeks ago because I was flabbergasted. He actually said those words, we have to stop farming, otherwise people will die. And I thought to myself, how is it possible? How is it possible that someone could shape their face to say that? And I suppose it would go back to this issue of factory farming, which I know that you have, you know, you and I have had our discussions about that in the past. Um, The idea is, and and they're doing it in, in other countries, and they're trying to do it here, taking away fertilizer, stopping large farms, but, but people still have to eat. Okay, so how the food is produced, of course, we should do it as um, safely and as inv- and organically and as environmentally safe as possible, but we still have to feed people. So millions of people are going to die because they've decided that fertilizers are bad. Okay, so do we get the food and eat the food so people don't die, or do we stop using fertilizers so people will die. I just, I, I still don't understand how anybody could sit still and listen to that and not go, are you, you're fucking crazy. Okay. So you have to be, you have to be, people still need to eat and will always need to eat. Oh Lord. Yeah. John Kerry. And you know what? They talked about him being a corpse and there, Alex Jones isn't playing. He's one of the ones that has talked about the lizard people since I've been listening to him. He is convinced these people are demons, just like you and I are. And, you know, he says it in his, you know, inimitable Alex Jones way, but he's not playing. He, he, he is a Christian man and he is calling money that about the spiritual battle that we're in. So he will always, you know, talk about them being corpses and liber, liber, you know, lizard heads and all this other business. He he's not playing. So that's what I got out of that. Okay, I think I think I found. Oh no, hold on. Uh, okay, so the next one I'm. Ooh, I want to. Ooh, I want to try to find the Epstein. One. Um, could you do me a favor while I find this and do that um, and read that Rolling Stone article about Elon Musk uh, promoting Pizzagate? Yes. 
Okay, so I will, but I have something that kind of goes with what we, um, with what we were talking about. It just okay, awesome. I, I definitely want. I, I definitely we're going to talk about that, but this one, this this shot um, goes with what we're talking about. So this is forwarded from Rise of the New Media. So one of the things that people always say, well, why? Are you there? Okay. I'm here. Yes. I muted myself. I muted myself again. And it, people keep saying why they we and there's a, a gentleman on Telegram named Brian Cates. He's drawn strike. Um, he calls them uh, black pillars. Nothing's going to happen. No one's going to go to jail. No one's going to pay for what they've done. And Danielle, I, you know, both you and I have gotten to places where we're, we where we feel that way as well. But um, he's got something from December 4th that I'd like to read because Brian Cates believes that we're starting to turn the tide, that we're starting to win this war. And he calls himself forwarded from rise of the new media, which means that we're starting to take back our ability to speak and we're using the same channels. In other words, we're creating our own media spaces and the word is getting out. So he wrote an open letter to reporters and journalists' sphere. People make their choices about where they live and move and have their being within the corporate news sphere. For some, there's no such thing as a deal breaker within that sphere. Unfortunately, not everybody um, – there's a reason Glenn, Glenn Greenwald and Tucker Carlson – same thing goes for Elon Musk, okay? Pay attention to this got higher visibility and credibility and success once they shed their corporate overseers because they insisted on telling the truth and would not allow their mouths to be muzzled. Turns out they didn't need The Intercept or Fox News to fly successfully on their own. Unfortunately, not everybody can yet take this bold step. It's coming, though. Watch. That was me editorializing, by the way. So many who now question where the corporate news ship they are on is headed are keeping their heads down and going along with what they're told, saying what they're told to say, and staying away from what they're told to stay away from. But they're not happy. How could they be? Brian Cates. It's hard to posture as a truth-telling rebel when you've sold your soul and offered up the control of your mouth to people who you can now see are completely evil. Because deep down in your heart, when you're alone and honest with yourself, you can admit you're just another cog in their machine grinding out their propaganda. And you're too scared to make that move you know you need to make. I want you to know you are not alone. Change is sweeping this country, and it's going to sweep the old order of things away. Musk is only one of the signs of what's coming. Actual real free speech that's broken away from the corporate advertising control. He can't be bought and he can't be intimidated. X is going to become what every real journalist ever wanted, a platform where they, where they can say what they really think and cover the news without fear or favor. This platform has massive power for those who know how to utilize it, but I see too many still mentally welded to the corporate mindset who can't see what's coming. They use, used a harebrained M. Media Potter for America bullshit. Okay, hold on. What? What? Wait. Okay. okay. You're probably back now. Am I back now? Okay. Yep. They've okay. used a hair, a hair-brained Media Matters for America bullshit fraud 
as an attempt to reassert control via a coordinated advertiser boycott. It's blown up on them. It's all going to come out in court. Musk won't settle, as he is making crystal clear this is not about money. If you think they will ever get that control of this app back that they enjoyed under the previous ownership, you are deluding yourself. Over the past three years, you are now fully cognizant of how your byline and name was used to sell outright falsehoods to your readers and your viewers. Not just about Hunter Biden or his real laptop or COVID treatments, vaccines, lockdowns, masks, and so on. About the many weird, strange things involved in that 2020 election. On many different subjects, you went along, you pushed what you were told to push, knowing it wasn't true covering over the very real questions that needed to be asked and investigated. So, I encourage you to quit putting off making that choice that confronts you quite often in your conscience. There's no going back. What is happening cannot be stopped. Corporate obfuscation may be successful at slowing it down, but the trend lines are clear at this point. You can go down to the bottom with a corporate corrupt news ship, or you can bail out now and swim for it. So basically what he's saying is we're winning and he's t- at t- he's asking people in the corporate media ones that even have still have a thread of conscience to overcome your fear. I promise you it will be worth it. Take bold action and discover there are millions who will support you for telling the only thing telling the only thing they ever really wanted, the truth. Just oh, like Alex awesome. Jones. Yeah, I love Brian Cates. I love him. Okay, so the next the next part that I want to play is um, he's promoting his book, and and it's I think it's um it's really awesome that Tucker Carlson is is allowing him to promote his products and his books and his thing you know and um and ways to make money because they're trying to financially ruin Alex Jones and of course um yeah so um this is. Basically, at the end of him talking about his, his last book um, is where he, he talks about Jeffrey Epstein. So uh, here we go. Three, two, one. Okay. And that the population uh, is no longer needed. And the future, you know, there'll be no more humans. You can actually go to where he said it. Uh, when I said that Jeffrey Epstein was running a Mossad slash CIA oh. MI6 operation to uh, blackmail top scientists to control them, we have links to that. I say Peter Nygaard is on trial right now, was having women have babies, his babies, so they could abort them at eight months, and then he could suck all their juices out and inject them into himself. A, a real vampire that literally takes the juices of his children, puts them in his body. We have a transcript of him saying that on TV. Oh, my God. Peter Nygaard is one of the big bodies of Epstein and all of them. He was kind of running his own Jeffrey Epstein operation, also in the Caribbean. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, this book is super, super hardcore. It's got an amazing forward uh, by Steve Bannon, and they had a great researcher, he's also a lawyer, uh, Ken Heckenlively, went through and double-checked everything I said for the book, obviously, so they wouldn't get sued. So this thing is well-researched, well-documented. It is the Great Awakening, because the Great Awakening is the counter to the globalist Great Reset to destroy society and then build back better. But it seems asymmetrical at best. I mean, you have all the power on the global rate on one side, and then the majority that doesn't like it. So <laughs> it's like, how, how do decent people prevail? They believe they can push it by deception. That's why if people are aware 
of why they're cutting off the fertilizer to collapse the third world, to then flood us with those giant populations, they will then control and give voting rights to. And if you don't want to give them voting rights, then you're a racist. See, that's why the lockdown's biggest crime wasn't just the 80 plus million the UN estimates starved to death the last three and a half years. On top of the normal 15 million that starved to death each year, you look this up. They, they then use those giant masses of people that are fleeing total collapse as their new political underclass. So, so that's why it's so vital to not just challenge the Great Reset and the New World Order eugenics operation of the transhumanists. It's vital to then give an alternative plan and, and have an alternative debate about that plan. And that's what the Great Awakening gets into. So, but if you give up on that, you also sell yep. bourbon. Yeah. Man, you are really being nice. Well, you know, I, you know, I want. I, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Yep. The Great uh, Awakening. You know, we keep using words that sound almost like those those uh, anons. I mean, who knew, right? Exactly. Ah! I'm going to fast forward to the bourbon ad real quick. Um, okay. I think I did. Hold on. Let's 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 do it. No, I'm grateful. What's that? I said let's do it. Okay. One sec. And I think most reasonable people, if they... Okay, yeah, I think this is good. Just drop the kind of filter and stop lying to themselves and, and ask, like, where's the lion? What are you saying? I think we'll come to the same conclusion. But all of those trends are being forced to kind of ahead or, or they're going to come to fruition or something's going to happen in the next 13 months because we have a presidential election on the books and you have this car crash. I just do not see how it's resolved. Uh, do you? Like, what's well, going to happen? Uh, again, I, uh, it's the truth. Really, the only show I watch every day is yours when you have a new show because <clears throat> I don't disagree with you. I learn stuff every time. And what you've been saying the last few months is dead on, and, and, and a lot of people agree with you, and I know I do, that you look at the trajectory of this, how they're escalating on Trump, whether you love him or hate him. He's now a populist icon. Uh, he, he's now the underdog. Uh, the globalists are coming after him. They're coming after our right to vote for who we want. He gets 60%. Which is the fundamental right of the democracy. I, the people rule. I can vote for whomever I want. And if you don't like that person, that's immaterial. Absolutely. Right? And he's been indicted for saying they're stealing elections. They're stealing it. Try, oh, well, I'm aware. Well, yeah, absolutely. And their indictments of him. His election theft, but yes. So, so. But despite that, he's got 60% against all of the Republicans. He's 15, 20 points ahead of Biden. It's backfired, but the deep state's not going to stop. So when you said to Trump several times in that 400 million views, whatever you got, biggest show ever, you, know, you said to him, well, isn't the next thing that I'm trying to kill you? And he, he, he's so confident. He doesn't want to think about that. And we're, we're, he whereas, doesn't want to think about it. Whereas I admire someone that's that conf, confident. The, you know, the deep state does kill people. And, 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 and that's their only next move because this is failing. And, and I think they're going to kill Biden, too. Or I think they're going to try to – what you said in the speech again before the last one I talked about like a month ago, you said, I don't see Biden and Trump being the candidates. You see the system, the media going after Biden, and he deserves it, but they were covering it up until now. Now they're covering the laptop. Now they're covering attack on the dog. Now they're covering you know, all of his senility, all the corruption, the Chinese spies. Hacking a dog. What a pig he is. Ew, that was well, so I mean, good. I was told that by it was. Service and by, uh, people that, let's just say, work with them. And I'm going to leave it at that. But I actually have a contact for you. I'll actually be able to hear it from them. But it's over. I'll let you actually hear it from yourself. I think they'll tell you off right here. I think they're willing to talk to you. Uh, but, yeah, he, he, he is completely out of his mind. He wanders around for the entire two and a half years. It's getting worse. 
naked in the White House. Uh, in the middle of the night, doesn't know who he is. They have to give him a bunch of drugs, yeah. a bunch of amphetamines in the morning, and they've got to drug him uh, at night. Sometimes Holy he's got to go, you know, like be out for the morning for a while, and then comes back out. At- this is elder abuse, in my opinion. I know I mean, it is. I- it is. I don't like Joe Biden, but this is elder abuse. It is. Um, I'll, I'm just going to keep. Uh, well, you know what though? Um, why don't we stop it there? I'm going to play. I'm going to try to find the last clip, but it's it's pretty close to the good news report. Do you want to just get into that and we'll play? I'm ready. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Very good. I'm take it I'm away. I'm ready. Okay, so there is a ton of good news in spite of all this doom and gloom, and they're trying to kill us, which, you know. <laughs> he he Alex Jones nailed it. It's what he said was that the, the great reset is turning into the great awakening. Because here's the thing, even though uh, you know people say nobody's doing anything, nobody's standing up and we're nobody's going to but but literally and I and then this is a, a point that I've made for a very long time in this show. There are millions of us that are awake, that are talking about this stuff. They might not all have a radio show, but there are literally millions of us that see what they're doing and are pushing back in our own little way. And if enough of us push back and just being aware of it, okay, so this, this word awakening means that the the knock or the, 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 the meme about uh, – Republicans or, or about, you know, the, the other side, quote unquote, is that we're not like them. We don't push and pull and censor and scream and shout and and attack people for thinking uh, wrong think. What we do is we just raise our families and we go to the beach and we go to church and we, uh, you know, we read the the newspaper and watch Fox News, supposedly, um, and that they they equate that with being sort of not woke. In other words, we we we're not out there howling and shrieking. We don't have a microphone, okay? Um, but I will tell you that Donald Trump's presidency changed a lot of people because what we what the one thing that is true is that the devil has managed to lie his way into obscurity. So for about the last 150 years, people have, you know, sort of learned to say, oh, that's all. That's just a myth. Right. Mm -hmm. Because he's a liar. Well, all of a sudden, during the 2016 cycle, people started realizing just how bad things had gotten and that we really were in a spiritual battle. And then we watched with horror for this entire last now. Now we're going on eight years of this insanity. And what and starting to realize that people like Alex Jones aren't that crazy after all. Okay, that's why it's called the Great Awakening. That's what that means. We're starting to look around and explore stuff and find out stuff for ourselves. There were there have been a lot of of milestones. COVID, the 2020 election, what they did to him uh, from 2016 through the entire time he was president uh just thing after thing and you know people like john Kerry making statements that we have to stop making uh, growing food and people are like no 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 stop it stop growing food or people will starve or people will die okay so it's those kinds of things and 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 okay so the 
that many people believe that they're becoming more and more desperate and that they're that covid was i believe uh, sort of this last desperate push and look what happened they were able to steal the 2020 election right in front of our eyes okay so our side is fighting back and i'll give you some really great news today there is a pro trump meme maker believe it or not, memes that was sentenced to prison for seven months for making an online joke. That's how bad things have gotten. This man was sentenced to seven months in prison by a federal judge for making a meme, a joke, online. Pro-Trump meme maker Douglas Mackey, a.k.a. Ricky Vaughn, was sentenced to seven months in prison in October for trolling Hillary Clinton during the 2016 election. Mackey was was facing a maximum of 10 years in prison for speech. Mackey was indicted in January 2021 by the feds, interesting timing, for using the social media platform to spread election disinformation to Hillary Clinton voters in 2016. The pro-Trump meme maker was later found guilty for trolling Hillary Clinton during the 2016 election. Mackey posted a humorous meme telling Hillary voters to text in their vote on Wednesday after the election. It was obviously a joke. Unfortunately for Mackey, the Marxists have no sense of humor. Douglas, uh, is it Markey? Mackey was invited and convicted on Friday for posting jokes online. I just want to um, make sure that you guys know, I want to give credit. This is the Gateway Pundit by Jim Hoft. It was printed on December 4th. Um, I recommend the Gateway Pundit. If you want to be part of the Great Awakening and get away from the mainstream media, um, subscribe to their um, and that, and uh, I just paid for a subscription. First time in my life that I've ever done this, I paid for a subscription to Revolver News. So I'm going to get to them in just a minute. So he got he got convicted and sentenced to seven months. Okay, uh, they show here it is. They show a picture of it, Ricky Vaughn, and uh, they show a picture of it. Text Hillary to five nine nine two five. Avoid the line. Vote from home. It's a joke. It's obvious. It's a joke. Okay. So the good news is that um, on Monday, a federal judge stayed Mackey's seven-month prison sentence. Douglas Mackey posted the good news on Twitter. Mackey wrote this on today's decision. The Second Circuit Court of Appeals just overruled the district court in granting our motion for bond pending appeal. This ruling is huge because it means that the appeals court decided that my appeal presents substantial substantial and debatable issues of law that, if resolved in my favor, will result in my conviction being vacated. Thank God. Um, so that's good news, okay, because he should have never, ever been, uh, first of all, never been arrested, indicted in the first place, but certainly never uh, should it have gone this far but you notice it was january 2021 they hopped on this guy right after biden was sworn in okay because this is another one of their test cases here we go again with the test cases well if we can get this guy we can get just about anybody okay um other good news um infowars owen schroyer He's a InfoWars reporter. Owen Schroyer released his video after being released from prison for violating Biden regime's speech laws. 
InfoWars host and popular conservative Owen Schroer was released from an Oakdale, Louisiana prison Friday morning after two months of incarceration for violating speech crimes. Um, InfoWars reporter and war room host Owen Schroer was sentenced to 60 days back, even prison time, 60 days in prison back in September in a D.C. kangaroo court for his actions on January 6, 2020 and before. Owen stood outside the Capitol. He never went in. He stood outside the Capitol on January 6th and warned Trump supporters not to go inside the building. Owen also frequently spoke out against the stolen 2020 election. DOJ prosecutors sought prison time against Owen for his speech crimes, and of course the lawless judge, Timothy Kelly, agreed. Owen put guilty to a single lasting misdemeanor of entering and remaining in a, a restricted building or grounds on January 6, 2021. Although they, very clearly they're saying he did not go in, but I guess he was out in front of it. He was initially charged in August 2021, eight months after remaining outside outside the U.S. Capitol and warning Trump supporters to not enter. Alex Jones was there with him that day. After nearly two years of fighting, which again, it, it, the punishment is the the prosecution. It's not necessarily the time in jail. Two years he fought this case. Um, the InfoWars host, Owen Shroyo, released a video back in October as he prepared to travel to Louisiana Tuesday to enter prison for his speech crime against the Joe Biden regime. Owen, host of the War Room on InfoWars, was scheduled to be in prison until Christmas Eve for his offensive words spoken on January 6th. They jailed him before his appeal. So this is what he said. I'm finally out of prison, happy to be free, grateful to be loved, and excited for what's next. My spirit is bright. My heart is full. My mind is sharpened. My soul is rejuvenated. My faith in God solidified. My faith in the American people reaffirmed. Owen Schroyer. Um, so that's really great news. Um, oh, my nose. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, how far do you want me to go into the everything is stupid? Just a question. <laughs> um, uh, everything is corrupt, stupid, evil, wicked. I've got a bunch. Um, as, just, long, just as long so as you, know. you want. It's not quite the good news report. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but I do but, have yeah. lots of good news. I do. Um, Judge Cannon denies Jack Smith's request to keep some documents hidden in Trump classified docs case. Now, now if you're going to love this one. Okay. So they have evidence supposedly against Donald Trump. Okay. And what is one of those rights that cannot be taken supposedly from a person? Pop quiz. In a in a criminal case, what is one of the rights that a that a, a defendant has? Oh, me. Pick me. Okay, I'll pick you. What is it? Um the right to face their accuser. Yes, and all to see all of the evidence against them, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, because of the exculpatory information that, yeah, exactly. Okay, go ahead. Well, they have to be able to defend themselves properly, so of course they have to be able to see all the information against them. Okay, that's one of the rights you have in court. If you remember what they did to Judge uh, to General Michael Flynn, you'll remember they don't always play fair. But I digress. 
we love this lady. Remember this lady's name. Put it down. Write it down. Put it, write it on your heart. Her name is Judge Eileen Cannon. We love her. Denied special counsel Jack Smith to keep some documents hidden in the classified documents case against Trump. Last month, Jack Smith's lawyers asked Judge Cannon to keep documents under seal because it is considered highly sensitive classified information. Judge Cannon denied Jack Smith's request to keep the records hidden. Okay. First of all, what's wrong with that picture? If it's highly classified information, sensitive classified information, if, if who is the defendant? How did- I'm going to say, how how did the uh, prosecutor get that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. And also, who's the defendant? The, the president of the United States. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. So so those are pretty big factors. In light, and so Judge Cannon denied Jack Smith's request to keep the records hidden. She said, in light of the special counsel's response to defendant's motion to unseal 230 and mindful of the strong presumption in favor of public access to judicial documents, the clerk is directed to unseal docket entries 223, 224, and 230. Judge Cannon's four order reads. Eileen Cannon, the judge presiding over formal former President Donald Trump's classified documents case on Monday ordered the unsealing of documents filed by special counsel Jack Smith, who had asked that they be kept under wraps because they would could reveal his trial status. Okay, let me read that again slowly. She ordered the unsealing of documents filed by special counsel Jack Smith, who had asked that they be kept under wraps because they could reveal his trial strategy. I'd like to just take a moment for you guys to think about what that means. Of course, he's required to reveal his trial strategy. And besides, that's not highly sensitive, classified material, is it? Is it? Yeah, it can't be. It can't be. No, no. Okay, so that's good news. It's really, really great news. Okay, so I'm going to have some fun. Um, with you. I posted in your Danielle file another clip that I'd like you to play. This is, this is, I don't know if you'd call it good news, but I think it's kind of amusing. So it was the second one I put in the Danielle file, if you want to take it away. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, the one that uh, the Bill... Roseanne Barr. Is, is yeah, okay, Roseanne. got it. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, what, 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 hold on, back it up, back it up. Okay, so this is Roseanne Barr and Bill Maher sitting on the couch chatting. Okay, got away. it. Okay, hold on one second. Okay. Oh, no, come on. Oh, come on. I just Somebody just called me, and so I'm, uh, hold on. Okay. Locked it out, MK Ultra. <laughs> Who's that? That's the mind control program you're under, Bill. MK Ultra. Yeah. So who's who's Klaus Schwab? The head. Oh. I'm sorry. Um, I save cans for a person who's not. Yeah, hold on. Okay. And, and so he keeps calling me, and, and I, I told him that I'm not available at this time. But hold on. Locked it out, MK Ultra. 
Who's that? That's the mind control program you're under, Bill. MK Ultra. Yeah. So who's who's Klaus Schwab? The head of the WEF. What's that? Google it. Ha! <laughs> okay. okay, I'm going to step away for one second. Take it away, Mom. Okay. So the next thing that we're going to cover is something that I think is really great. It, it is super good news. And um, so even though we're all having a little difficulty trusting the medical community these days, there is some good news coming out of Stanford University believe it or not, because they were part of the biggest censorship uh, project that we've ever seen, um, just saying. But they do have a really great um, medical teaching hospital and research hospital. And they've been researching on people, people's brains. Yikes. Okay, well, um, in this case, it's good news that they've been researching on people's brains because they have been um, <clears throat> able to implant um, do brain implants for people with head injuries, and it's been so successful that the trial per trial participants refused to turn the device off. Okay, so it is deep brain a deep brain stimulation implant, and it was created by Stanford University researchers. It aims to activity between regions in charge of memory and thinking. Okay, so they it's only people that have had a serious head injury, a brain injury, that have that are, you know, low functioning, that they want to try to improve the functioning, and apparently it worked. Okay, so this was published by um, the Daily Mail on December 5th. Uh, the author is Gemma Perry. A brain implant designed for people with head injuries has proven so successful during trials that participants refused to turn the device off, which I think is super cute because it was working for them. The deep brain stimulation implant created by researchers at Stanford University to help people with head injuries to function again attempts to boost activity between the regions of the brain in charge of memory, thinking, problem solving, and consciousness learning. Five people with head injuries reported they were able to concentrate, remember, drive, and get through, their, through the day without needing to nap as a result of using the device during the trial. And it proved so effective that two participants chosen at random refused to have the device turned off. Participants for trial were selected based on their injuries, with those who took part having previously recovered from comas. In these patients, those pathways are largely intact, but everything has been down-regulated, said Dr. Jamie Henderson, professor of neurosurgery. It, it's as if the lights have been dimmed and there just wasn't enough electricity to turn them back on. By introducing electrical stimulation in specific areas of the brain, researchers hope to turn the lights back on. They used virtual models of each of the participants' brains to trial simulation stimulation in different areas. The devices were then implanted into the brains of participants aged between 22 and 60. Then they spent 90 days with it turned on for 12 hours a day. Researchers say by the end of the trial, the mental processing speeds of participants had improved by an average of 32%. And I know that 32% probably doesn't sound like a big number, but for people that are having difficulty with daily functioning, for them it was probably huge. 
When one participant had their device turned off for three weeks, their ability to process dropped by 34%. So it was really helping this person. When one participant had their device turned off, um, one participant said that since receiving the implant, they had seen vast improvement in their functioning abilities. I don't trip anymore, they said. I can remember how much money is in my bank account. I wasn't able to read, but after the implant, oh. Dr. Nicholas Schiff, a professor at Will uh, Cornell Medicine and co-senior author of the study, told The Telegraph, the aim is to take the research from the pioneering movement forward into therapy. So that is wonderful news. Um, next, I'm going to talk a little bit about Julie Kelly. Julie Kelly has been on the forefront of reporting actually what's happening to the um, J6 prisoners. Um, while the mainstream media would only like to show you a clip of what happened on January 6th, and after that, say they tried to destroy democracy and then not talk about the actual lives that are being destroyed. There's been people in prison for 18 months to two years, and they haven't even gone to court yet. They're holding them in solitary confinement. They're being tormented. This is not the country that I want to live in. Um, so... Julie Kelly also has been covering the Trump trial, and um, it talks a little bit about the gag order, speaking of censorship, that um, uh, that Donald, they're trying to place Donald Trump under. Um, it says that Tanya Chutkin, the, the judge on that case, has, has um, tried to make sure that Trump can't even speak. And um, they... Um, Agreed with some part and on, on balance, um, while dumb judges certainly take their shots at Trump, the decision is, to, is a defeat for Judge Chunkin, Chutkin and Jack Smith in particular. As far as public statements are a potential witnesses, Chutkin prohibited all comments on those individuals, including former White House officials. The district court's ban on speech that target, targets witnesses and trial personnel reaches too far. The ordinary meaning of statements that target a person is statements aimed at or directed toward a person or entity. This ruling narrows the scope to include statements concerning their potential participation in the investigation or in this criminal proceeding. So, it, so what she, they, she said no speech at all about any of those people about any time, anywhere, and the, the court said only about their participation in the trial, which is good. Um, Mr. Trump has First Amendment interest in public publicly debating those individuals' commentaries in a way that is independent of and disassociated from any role they may might have in the trial. Yet the order would prescribe such speech because it would speak about someone who is a reasonably foreseeable witness, even if Mr. Trump's speech would have nothing to do with their witness role or their possible content of any testimony. So that's good news. They narrowed the scope. They didn't say he couldn't speak, but they, they really, really narrowed the scope of what he could say. So uh, what I think is really great news is there's a rumor going around that Donald Trump may Carlson to run as his vice president. And um, I couldn't be happier about that. I think it would be huge fun. Um, and apparently uh, the, the first lady, Melania Trump, is the one who is backing Tucker Carlson as a for VP consideration. 
Chakra exactly. Carlson's a truth. Isn't that would be wouldn't that be awesome? So the Gateway pundit went to uh, uh, Tucker Carlson for reaction to that idea, um, and Tucker Carlson said, as a sem- as Semaphore reported, Tucker gave the keynote speech Thursday night at the American Principles Project's Foundation's annual Christmas gala when he spoke about his Christian faith, optimism, and an America where ev- everything is falling apart. After word an audience member asked him to address the VP reports while Tucker did not wholly rule out serving as Trump's sidekick he said God would have to yell at me very loud (laughs) he also expressed anxiety about transitioning from being a well-paid private citizen to becoming a politician to go from being like a well-paid street corner schizophrenic to like a politician it's just kind of hard to envision so he didn't say he wouldn't do it, um, and I think it would be the ticket from heaven as far as I'm concerned. I think it would be excellent news if if um, he got nominated. Danielle, I have another clip for you to play. Okay. This one has a lot of cuss words in it, but it made my heart sing. Okay. Where did you it's where is your, it? I put it in the Danielle folder just now. Okay. Let's see. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, all right. Here we go. Three, two, one. I have 100% got a lawsuit coming for me, and I 1,000% don't give a shit. Let me tell you what the hell just happened to me. All right? I went down to the home supply store. All right? You can take your pick. It's either blue or orange. You got a 50% chance of getting the shit right. Huh? And I went in there. I had to give me some two-inch. Deckmate T25 screws. I got a little project I'm working on at the house. I had to go in there and give me some fucking screws. I went in there, and I'm walking up and down the damn hardware aisle, all right? And there is this very, very elderly old man, and he's walking up and down this damn aisle, okay? Well, I said, well, hell, the old man knows what he's looking for. I'm just going to grab these T25s, and I'm going to go to the checkout. Well, I grab my T25 box of my screws, and I walk up to the damn checkout. And I'm standing in line because I refuse to go through self-checkout, even though they ask me. All right, when you start giving me 15% off like I work here, boom, I'll check my damn self out. Until then, I'm standing in this line. So I'm standing in line. About that time, out the end of the aisle on the hardware aisle, the old man walks out, and there is a younger person standing there with one of that company's vests on, standing there doing absolutely nothing, okay? He walks out, and he asks, he's within ear distance, I can hear him. He asked the young man, he said, excuse me, where are your plastic cap nails at? He said, right down there on that aisle. An old man say, I've been walking up and down that aisle for a few minutes, sir, and I can't seem to find them. And a young boy turned around and looked, said, they're down there on the right. You'll find them. Go down there on the right. And the old man's been up and down this aisle for like 10 minutes. So the old man said one more thing to him. He said, well, son, my old eyes just ain't as good as they as, as they as they used to be. I ain't. I, I guess I just couldn't find them. Can you please show me where they're at? And the young man. Wearing that company's vest. Turn, look at old man. Say, old man, I ain't showing you where them damn nails is at. All right, they're down there on the right. Walk down there, put your glasses on, and find them. Well, all of a sudden now, I need plastic cap nails. I didn't need them when I come in the store a few minutes ago. But now there is nothing more important to me than plastic cap nails. So I walk over to him, get out of my place in line, walk over to him, and I said, hey, where's your plastic cap nails at? He said, they're down there on the right. Just follow the old man. I said, no, you work here. Show me where the plastic cap nails are. And he said, I'm not showing you where the plastic cap nails are. So I took this hand right here. You see this Uh-oh. big ass hand? 
the one that make a double D kill you like a Granny Smith apple? And I grabbed that little son of a bitch by the back of his fucking car. And I, against his will, drugged him down this damn aisle. And I stood him up right by that old man. And all of a sudden, he's as helpful as can be. His eyes are about that big round. He's pissing on himself. Okay? And I said, where's the plastic cap now, Zach? He has no problem showing me where they are, and I released him after he gave that old man the plastic cap nails. And I asked that old man before the repercussions came in, asked him, I said, sir, why did you let that young man disrespect you like that? Now, keep in mind that this old Uh-oh. man has a United States veteran hat on, which means that he fought for this country, Okay. I asked him, I said, why did you let that young man disrespect you like that? And the old man's just a shaking like this right here because he, he, he's very uncomfortable. He said, my anxiety, man, my anxiety, I just, I, I try not to cause no waves. Well, let me tell you something to everybody out there. Young, old, perfectly healthy, mentally handicapped. You do not let that anxiety monster run your life. If you are ever disrespected, you say exactly what you need to say in order to gain your respect back. Because I can guarantee you, guarantee you, that somewhere within 10 foot of you is somebody that will protect you from being disrespected. Okay? You just believe that. Do not believe the hype of the damn media and all this shit where everybody's got to be nice to everybody and all this other type of stuff. And you can't stand up for yourself. There is a whole bunch of me's out there that will, I, have, I give zero fucks. Zero about the repercussions of my actions. I regret absolutely nothing from what I just did. I, I welcome it. I hope them damn blue lights pulling this fucking driveway right now. Because before I left, I told that store manager, when he come over there, you can take a picture of my license. All right? That's where I'll be if this needs to continue. But let me tell you all something right now. Okay? The reason that that is available and that that is pretty much prominent in America right now is because half of America has never had a board put on their ass or their ass. <laughs> you understand me? <clears throat> you don't disrespect somebody, I highly suggest that you look at your surroundings and make sure that I ain't there. Because we ain't all sheep. There's a bunch of lions out there right now. we just hiding in the fucking brush. Shit. I love him. <laughs> I oh, love him. Great. Okay. So, <laughs> I love him. So, so the, we're, we're, not, we're not stopping. We're everywhere. If I'd have seen that little bastard disrespecting that old man, I would have done the same thing. Okay. Exactly. Now for the uh, sort of everything is corrupt and stupid. Um, I want to start with Tucker Carlson. Like I, you know, because you know I love Tucker Carlson. Um, he got interviewed um, on the All In podcast. All In Pod is the name of it. Asked him why he was fired by Fox News and what role corporate advertisers played in sh- play in shaping news coverage. Pop quiz. What role does a- corporate advertisers play in shaping Fox in shaping news coverage? Oh, me, hey, me. Okay. Okay. Um, Can't yell. <laughs> uh, that they can fire people that go against. I'm sure there's a more sim- a simpler way of saying this, but they can fire news anchors that go against their interests. They do, and they do. So here we go. So Tucker's right to your point. Tucker highlights big pharma constituting 75% of TV ads in 2020. Hold on. 
constituting 75% of TV ads in 2020. Then delves into COVID, lockdowns, mRNA. It, I'm telling you, it does happen when I get excited, doesn't it? It sure does. Uh, mRNA shots, January 6th, and the war in Ukraine. It not only exists, quotes, says Tucker Carlson, quote, it defines news coverage, especially on pharma, because pharma is the biggest advertiser on television. If Pfizer is sponsoring your show, you are not going to question the vax. And that's why they are the biggest advertiser, so they can shape news coverage. Tucker explains that he was not surprised by his firing because it is implicitly understood within the industry that sharing opinions that conflict with corporate advertisers eventually gets you fired. I had a lot of opinions, quote, I had a lot of opinions that were unpopular with people who might have influenced my show getting canceled, but I was not shocked at all. You can't give the finger to everybody and persist in a corporate job. <laughs> this aligns with Glenn, <clears throat> Glenn Greenwald's recent analysis shared by Elon Musk, illustrating how modern journalism, once a check on established power, is now controlled by corporate advertisers. The ongoing corporate boycott of at X, ostensibly based on false anti-Semitism claim, reflects this broader pattern. So that's he he as much as said it. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna um, play a short clip. Uh, I probably go. won't play the whole thing, but three, two, one. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper, 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by Pfizer. That that's good enough. I mean, it goes on yeah. for three minutes. We get the we but, get the point. Well, yep. and speaking of ABC News, brought to you by Pfizer, um, I have an article by Molly Hemingway, from, and she writes for the Federalist. She's actually a senior editor at the Federalist, which, by the way, is another uh, subscription that I would um, encourage people to consider. Um, they write the truth. They're still writing the truth. Okay. Um, so apparently um, on uh, December 4th, uh, uh, Senator James Lanford, Lankford, okay, he's a Republican. He looks like a little putz. Um, but her, the title of her article says, to win, Republicans have to be smarter and tougher than Senator James Lankford. Okay, and Lankford, and we're not. Okay, Ugh. Career Democrat and ABC host George Stephanopoulos, brought to you by Pfizer, completely emasculated Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma this weekend on his Sunday show. Right at the beginning of the interview, Stephanopoulos advanced a flurry of disinformation and lies to which Lankford, who purports to be a conservative senator of the burgundy red state of Oklahoma, bowed down to in complete supplication. Okay, so this is, this is Stephanopoulos' lead-in. This is the kind of stuff that gets brought to you by Pfizer, okay? 
Your party's leading candidate for president was on the stump yesterday repeating lies about the 2020 election. He's called those convicted in the January 6th insurrection hostages. He faces 91 separate felony counts himself. He's raised the prospect of executing the former, <laughs> executing the former chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and terminating parts of the Constitution. In the face of all that and more, are you prepared to support Donald Trump if he's your party's nominee? <laughs> For crying out loud, according to Molly, Molly Hemingway, what an absolute preposterous line of questioning. This is how they do it. They spout all this crap, and then you're supposed to go, uh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, more terrible news. Um, actually, this, Boy, this is, is good news. This good news report's going down pretty fast. They're going downhill fast. This actually yeah, is good Brought news, to you by okay? Pfizer. <laughs> brought to you by Pfizer. This part is actually good. College called Hillsdale College. You ever heard of it? Yes. I have. It, it is a private Christian college. Okay, so that, so if you ever listen to Rush Limbaugh, he supported this college the entire time he was online be, uh, uh, on the radio because they don't take federal funds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, Clay and Buck do advertisements for them, and so does they Sean do, Hannity. Yes. Uh, just yes. real quick, Cindy, uh, uh, oh. is that you? Are you listening in? If you are, if that's you that just called in, uh, press one, and we'll we'll let you in. We'll unmute your microphone. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay, I'm back, although I just got a, a, a text from my work. So, um, okay, so Hillsdale College refuses to take federal funds. They're a private college. Guess what? Big mistake on their part, according to the fascists that are running the United States government right now. So Hillsdale College is a private Christian college in Michigan that has always refused to take federal funds. So this is Twitchy. This is Sam Jay, one of the um, – uh, uh, she is chief editor for Twitchy. Um, one more second. She's, not, not Katie, but so welcome, caller. If you want to be part of the show, press one. Uh, back to the good news. Okay. Um, in Michigan, it's always refused to take federal funds because they choose not to be beholden to the federal government. That sounds like a pretty good idea, right? Sam says, mm -hmm. making decisions about education based on education, not religious, not ridiculous woke agenda items from the currently ridiculous woke government. Welp, the feds just can't stand the fact that this Christian private and conservative school refuses to go along uh, so enter this lawsuit. So they got sued by the federal government. The federal government says um, that its nonprofit status is alone sufficient to make it subject to the kangaroo courts of Title IV. Okay? So they have to do all the things, even though they're not taking any money, just the fact that they're a college. Okay? So uh, they've, now they've been sued by the federal government because they, they're, they want to get their claws into it. The lawsuit brought by two undergraduate women who alleged that they were raped two years ago by male Hillsdale students of, of their acquaintance alleges not only that the college was negligent in handling their complaints, but also that it failed to afford them the protection to which they're entitled under Title IV of the Education Amendments of 1972. So this is also classic uh, leftist fascism. They will they will have two people just make these outrageous claims, file a lawsuit, and jump on this poor little college with, joke, with both feet, okay? 
In their lawsuit filed on September 25th in federal court, the plaintiffs assert that, assert that Hillsdale does not accept government funding in a misguided and an ineffective attempt to avoid its obligations under Title IV. Okay, so uh, the, the good news is that these people are not going to accept money and they're going to they're going to fight and also there are some very powerful people that will protect Hillsdale College because of what it meant to Rush Limbaugh and all of his listeners uh, that college was totally supported by um by donations from his audience yeah. right and so you know also just another fun fact about Hillsdale they send out uh free pocket constitutions to anybody who who requests one yeah and also, they, they will, you can take online classes from them for free on the Constitution, and it's kind of cool. Um, they, 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 it's, they teach it. Clearly, like the people a, filing this lawsuit did not take their, their classes. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't take the classes. No, but they, they cannot see anyone that is off the reservation that is teaching things that, that's not it's unapproved speech or thought. There you go. They can't control this college. They're going to try to kill it, just like what we've been talking about since the beginning of this show, isn't it? Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we go. Uh, we have another <clears throat> war-mongering piece of shit that is um, – he is the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, okay? So this man infuriates me, okay? They're, they've always talked about Republicans being war hawks. These people are bloodthirsty freaking savages. Listen to what this guy said. Elon Musk wanted confirmation from Tucker Carlson that Sec- Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin really said this. As the Biden White House keeps allowing what amounts to an invasion at our southern border, their primary focus when it comes to national security remains on Ukraine. Team Biden is trying to ramp up pressure on Republicans who want to prioritize security at our southern border over that of another country by escalating the rhetoric and attempts to make it more personal for Americans. Tucker Carlson had this to share about what he claimed Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin told members of the House in a briefing about Ukraine funding. The Biden administration is openly threatening Americans over Ukraine. In a classified briefing in the House yesterday, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin informed members that if they don't appropriate more money for Zelensky, we'll send your uncles, cousins, and sons to fight in Russia. Pay the oligarchs or we'll kill your kids. Elon Musk said he really said this, and Tucker Carlson responded, he really did, confirmed. Austin warned Congress Tuesday that if lawmakers fail to pass more aid to Ukraine, that very likely will lead to U.S. troops on the ground in Europe defending NATO allies in other countries against Russia. So they're trying to get us into World War III. These people will not stop. So the the you know question asked out the side of my neck back um after they stole the 2020 election they 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 brought covid into our country they killed millions of people over an election and i believe that with everything i got so then you have to say to yourself well 2024 is coming what will they do this time <sighs> i i really believe that they're trying to start world war 3 so that they can distract I just do. 
Um, so we have a, a, a clip from David, uh, uh, from Anthony Fauci that um, really sort of explains how we got here. Um, it's Anthony Fauci was being interviewed. Why anybody would want to interview this guy, I have no idea, other than he's Saint Fauci, um, you know. Yeah. And, and he really does Anthony think he's God. Science. Fauci. The, the science. I am the science. His okay. middle name, you know. Yeah. So Dr. Anthony Fauci did an interview. This is Red State, uh, Nick Arama. Um, I like Red State, another good um, site if you're interested. Um, during the interview, Fauci and Kay were walking down the hallway of a building. Suddenly he, he pointed out to her the Catholic chapel where he was married. But then he revealed he didn't go there anymore and that practice Practicing was a thing that I really don't need to do. Um, Anthony Fauci explains that although he identifies as a Catholic, his personal ethics on life are so strong that he has no need to practice religion. It seems like pro forma thing that I don't really need to do. A number of complicated reasons, he said. First of all, I think my own personal ethics on life are, I think, enough to keep me going on the right path. And I think there are enough negative aspects about the organizational church. Um, and I'm not against it. I identify myself as a Catholic. I was raised. I was baptized. I was confirmed. I was married in the church. But as far as practicing it, it seems like almost like a poor former thing that I really don't need to do. This guy is a freaking whack job. I'm putting in a clip, Danielle, in um, the Danielle folder that I'd like to play next. I think you will okay. like All this right. one. Very good. Uh, and then uh, caller raised their hand. We're going to let them in just really quick. Yeah, let's um, find out and say hi. I'd like that. Hello. Welcome to Seeds of Change. Who's this? Brought to you by Pfizer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tis Ty, darling. How are you doing? Oh, Ty, we love you. Oh, we love I'm you here. so much. I'm here because of Pfizer. We're all brought to you by Pfizer. Brought you by all Pfizer. by Pfizer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love man. it. I love it. So, so I, I, had know to. That, I had to. I, I, I know. It's been a while. It's been a while. I, so I was like, had. let me call in and just see what's going on. And so, hi. And then you, hello. And, and you, you called in and you realized that, that Grandma was still ranting about uh, those evil, wicked Satan Satanist, the dark forces trying to take over the United States of America and the world. Well, this is usually the same time you're on, so I was like, oh, I'm going to miss the good news or and or news report. So I was like, well, let me get in now before it's, we're, before we're it's too crazy. We're calling it the good news report slash everything is stupid. Right, uh, yeah. right. So, yeah. so Indeed. parts of it. Or, or everything is hypocritical. Everything is yeah. hypocritical. Like all the news reports yeah. you have, like, um, I have all the exact same things I can report for the left wing, and they just don't like it. So think, it's not, yeah, it's not as the right wing aren't guilty of these things, because all the right wing is guilty of all these things, but they just kind of ignore that they are also guilty of this. Yes. <laughs> well, I just think it's funny. But, I'm not you know. sure you're allowed to say that, though, Ty. Yeah, I, you're not. I, yeah. Well, <laughs> you are. You're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want here. Well, I mean, and the first one was like, was like it's hilarious. Fight, and they're like, but Donald Trump supports that. I'm like, well, he's endorsed by Henry Kissinger, so somebody so was. There. I know yeah. who that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was. I don't think Donald Trump was Secretary of State when eight billion dollars worth of foreign 
their arms went out to the places that you're now mad about using those no, arms. I can, no. list who, I can list who Secretary of State was at that time. So there's a lot of things we could go into, but I don't think the people that are proposing this are going to like that reality, considering who they're aligned with. So let's, let's watch that kettle. Let's watch that kettle if we're going to call it that. So <laughs> I think uh, it's funny. I think it's really – we're just supposed to ignore the, the, the who's endorsed who. Are we, are we going to play that game? Uh, Goldman Sachs, Obama? So we're going to, we're going to ignore that. Hello. We're just going to – we're just going to ignore all those things. I don't think we should do that. I think I think. Yep. T- oh, no, gonna... Just my thought. So. Yeah, but you, you're cutting out just a little bit, though, honey well, bun. Well, because he's, oh, I got he's you. excited. We all know. We all... Okay, let me play this oh, clip. Right. clip about one minute. You're so going to love go. this Read clip. I can hold it. Yeah, I can hold it. Fine, fine. Hi, it's Margaret. I'm excited because I'm here at the vaccination center getting my booster. It's my 45th booster. I've had 44 boosters. I've had COVID 14 times. But I know if I hadn't had my 49 boosters, my COVID would have been so much worse. And today I get a threefer. Threefer. I know. I thought it was buy one, get one free, but it's threefer. I've got my booster. I've got my cold and flu. And I've got my shingles, which I didn't know I needed, but I definitely must do. At this point, I'll be made up more of boosters and vaccines than I will of blood. And guess what I got given today? Oh, a prick loyalty card. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> so every time I get a football jab or a prick or a vaccine, I get a loyalty reward point. And look how well I'm doing. Ah, I only need two more and then I can get myself a heart attack. <laughs> well, that's perfect. We love her. So, okay. Um, along those that's lines. Funny. The unexpected cell processes after COVID vaccination, the technology of mRNA vaccines is still quite new. (laughs) Try untested. Researchers have now observed unexpected molecular processes inside the cells of people after vaccination. There was a big concern during the pandemic. What if the mRNA vaccines not only introduce genetic information to the cells that are used to activate the immune system, but also changes the genetic material of the cells themselves? What if molecular processes were initiated that were not expected? Some people preferred not to be immunized. And apparently that's exactly what happened. Next up, which actually, again, in the good news section, Boris Johnson is the um, prime minister of England. And he got up on stage at the, he testified for two days um, in front of the, um, parliament and apologized for um, the way that they handled COVID. And on the way out, crowds shout murderer as Boris Johnson leaves the building after two days of questioning at the COVID inquiry. So they're holding their feet to the fire in England. I hope that we will get there too. I really, really do. I think that's all I have for today. Um, Just that that I think we're going to have our day in court over COVID. I think we're going to have definitely going to have our day over January 6th. I think, um, oh, I don't know if I've made this prediction on the show, um, but I'm, I, I may have, but I'm going to make it again. I probably will make it every week um, until um, it actually happens. But my prediction is that Donald J. Trump will be your next president. And it will happen in November of 2024. Mm. It's probably not too much of a stretch to make that prediction, but I'm going to make it anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) 
that is uh, my good news report for the day. I'm going to sign off unless you guys have any questions, concerns, or comments. Mm-hmm. Um, huzzah for that. I love it. So it's, it's always good to hear that stuff because we need somebody reporting on it because a lot of us kind of just, you know, we're kind of caught off guard by it still, kind of lost in the abyss. So it's good to hear yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we're okay, grabbing I have a information from one source. So. Uh, you, you do how, have a question, Danielle? Yes. Um, how far did they get on the coop today? How far they got? Okay, so the coop is almost done. There's um, two more panels to go. And yeah. that's it. Um, oh. Yes. Yeah, so we're all, so Ty, you might not be up on this. Um, we're building a chicken palace at my house. Um, the, the chickens are moving down the hill because Grandma's tired of having them in her directly in her backyard. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're going down one level, and we've built a beautiful facility for them that is super super safe. The bobcat has been back. Yeah, um, it's taking a lot longer. That's me gritting my teeth, in case you didn't know, than I would have ever expected. But the the longer it takes, the more beautiful and safe it looks, and I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. The kids got yeah. to come this weekend, and they 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 did a part of it, Joey and the kids and um, Danielle. And so we're almost there, and it's almost moving day. I would love for anybody that is listening to come help us move the chickens. And I'm picking January uh, 18th, Martin Luther King's Jr.'s birthday weekend for uh, the, for chicken moving. For the chicken so moving, okay. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. We got Yay. we got pretty far today. Although he even left a little bit earlier than he has um, all the last four times that he's left. Mm. Uh, um, it's costing me a fortune, but um, I don't really have a choice. So um, I'm ready for it to be done because I can't afford him anymore. Anyway, pray for me. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Well, yeah. Good. Okay, okay, very good. That, that's all the questions I got. All right. Yeah, I love good. you guys. Peace be upon <laughs> you. Ty, blow everybody away with all of your truths, okay? Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> okay, bless you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Yay. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, I do. It's like the good old days now. I'm like, I come know, on. Right? I got to do it for you. I got to do it. Anything you want to talk about? Oh, God. Well, you think I probably shouldn't, but... I'm trying to keep up with I'm trying to keep up with both the Diddy thing and Disney. Disney's me and Mary Hollingsworth are having a field day with the Disney records right now. It's crazy. It's just oh. really bad. They're not doing well, honey. They're not doing very well. I know they lost a lot of money. Most of their shares, almost fifty six percent of their shares were sold. Their box offices are crashing. They're they're selling property that they're not supposed to own to people and they and they're sitting on their boards, the direct it's bad, honey. It's real bad. I'm like, oh, no. These people are going to jail. I'm going to tell you right now. They're going to jail. It's so bad. I was just like, Disney. I do, so they were going to go down eventually, right? Like, they were bound to. They were just bound to do that. So, Absolutely, it's, yeah. It's, it's freaking weird. Well, and and oof, It's because they gave into the woke culture that they were championing so hard, and then it cannibalized on them. At the end of the day, that's why they're leaving X and doing all these, oh, now we have to make up for that thing we champion that's now turning on us <laughs> when they're making all this woke crap that nobody wants to see. Nobody wants to see those movies because they're bad. There's no storyline. There's no villains. There's no cohesiveness to it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just chaos over there. I'm like, but a lot of these businesses are suffering the ramifications of the cannibalism of woke culture. That's what's happening to them. They're, they're being cannibalized now. So I'm like, well, oh, that's okay. what happened. I mean, it, 
is that is that him? I mean, Diddy's going through the same thing. He's going through the exact same thing. He thought he was going to get away with all this. And then when one person files the correct way, she this woman, this this girl, this artist named Cassie, um, was a great artist, but she was beaten down by him in Bad Boy Records. Um, she filed the correct way, and it and it's opened the floodgates, kind of like Corey Feldman did in that way, where like it opened it, and so <laughs> they're just trying to like sacrifice him. Go, get, get him out of here. Get him out. Jay Z's like, who? I've never heard of this person who's my best friend who yeah. I made eighteen albums with. I've never heard of that person before. Who? Is that a rapper? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who it is. So funny. Oh my god. Well not funny, but sad. Um Yeah, well, yeah. It had to happen eventually though, you know? We all knew it. it We've all been Yep. You I mean you I mean, we, how long have we talking about like I mean that the the, the human trafficking thing is just get, it's just getting way out of control, and they can't hide it because now they're too big. They're too big, so they can't hide anything anymore. And so when people learn how to file the correct way, everyone just comes out of the woodwork. If you guys aren't following Jaguar Wright, she's a she's one of the rappers that have been here since the very very back in the day. She's just she's on YouTube and all these sites just just spewing spewing all the secrets of all these people she's worked with and how they died and who they knew and why they're here in the first place. And we're like, you know what? All that makes sense now. All, and it's corroborated through the police records of that, that, you know, the, the Biggie rap, uh, the Biggie Smalls, Tupac feud, completely government and in, in, in industry organized. Had, they didn't even know what was happening. It was nothing to do with them at all. They, you know what I mean? There was no actual battle there at all. They, they orchestrated all of these things on purpose. Aaliyah's death and, you know what I mean? Like all these rap, like that. I mean, there's there's documents coming out that said Bad Boy is Bad Boy, uh, which is P, P Diddy's uh, record label, specifically had a meeting where they were like, Bad Boy's job is to kill talent and artists. That is the function oh of that. You know who else yeah. I really always have wondered about with Left Eye? You know how she got killed yeah. under like really, like do you, do you have any information yeah. on that? Yeah. Do you know why? Do you know why she was? Do you know why that happened? Yes, so she was studying at the time. She was studying with, um, in in Africa. She, no, Honduras. Uh, I thought she was in Honduras. She was in Honduras. She was in Honduras. And she, her car moved over because guess, she, guess who she was studying with under the tutelage of? Who? Dr. Sebi. Shut up. Dr. Sebi. She was promoting Dr. Sebi. Oh. Co- oh, my God. You, coincidence. You coincidence. So. Uh, <laughs> I, oh. Don't you hate it? Don't you just hate it? I just hate it. I was like, of course you want. And then you go back and you, and that's when she started, she started dressing all tribal and yeah, yeah. She found out. She found out what was going on. And they were like, no, 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 no. Don't start promoting him. You mean the guy that cured AIDS? No, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Anyone who promotes it dies. Any single person who does. Uh, Kid Cootie. Um, uh, what was it? One of the, the latest was uh, Extension. Extension, that 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 new Gen Z rapper. Uh, mm-hmm. He was also part of that. Doctor Sebi, anyone who anyone who promotes him is gone. The very second it happens, don't even bring him up. <laughs> don't even bother, because they are not having him. They're not having it. So I was like, I, I, they're very defensive about him. Very defensive. I'm like, hmm. You know that promotes it more though, right? Just so everyone knows that promotes more. More you kill people to advertise than the. I mean, it's just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't know that. I was like, yeah, I, figured, I found that out years ago. I was like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> That'll do oh. it. That'll do it right there. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. So I, I, I got back into the alien kick, though, so. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Okay, right, that's the last 
Yeah, yeah. Then that make your heart sink. You're like, God damn it, God mm. damn it. But the, the PDD kids did open up a lot of those those old wounds. Like, we, and we're still we're still learning about Aliyah's death from that. We're learning the truth about Aliyah's death from that. Um, because I mean, because her first yeah, she was she was dating R. Kelly, by the way. That's where she R- was discovered. I was just about R. to say that. Yeah. yeah. Dating yeah, or yeah. being raped by because yeah. she was oh, a yeah. child. Yeah, both. Both. She was yeah. 16. He was 32. So, uh, as Jack Wright says, R. Kelly was the first corporately sponsored pedophile in the United States. She said that to the cameras, point blank. She, that's, that's exactly who that was. And everybody, everyone knew. And the people in the documentary calling him out, she was like, he, she was like I was there when you were getting the, guy, the girls and the guys with him. Mostly guys, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. um, that also leads into Jada, Jada and, P- and Will Smith's issue. Um, they say there they were, I mean, Will, under Will, Jada's little mentorship was what they had, their little mentorship. She said there were men that would, they would run from their house screaming because of the things that were going on in their house. Um, it's, it, it, is, it is phenomenal. It's, like the things that are coming out from Diddy's stuff, that uh, Surviving Diddy, if you guys haven't seen that, it, it's, it's incredible. This man is a monster. Where is that? He's an absolute monster. I'm not even sure where it is. I can't, I, I've been trying to figure out where, where people can find it. They've been trying to censor it everywhere. Uh, I don't think it's even really fully come out yet, but there's, there's certain people, if you look up like just people that are talking about Jaguar Wright's one, his bodyguard, his old bodyguard, um, because they, they just started to come out now. They're just starting to do that because people feel emboldened from Cassie's lawsuit to do it. So, but you'll find us, uh, uh, what's her name, Sloan something. She's one too. There's a lot of people that are just like, you know. <laughs> also, you know, <laughs> I would have made it also. Uh, you, you, there's a floodgate that opens. It's, there's just a floodgate. It's incredible. It's just incredible to me. It really is. So, well, and that's, you know, a lot of maybe – this this might be common knowledge to most people, but the reason that date is on the end of these scandals is because once you start digging, these floodgates do really open. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, well, and, and, you, and you never really know what's true until you hear people corroborate those stories in their own from their own experiences. Like they're not the same story; they're different stories of the same person that are all terrible. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? And these, are, these aren't random people that, like, they're not his fans that met him. They're, like, people that worked with him specifically. I mean, if you – specifically Jaguar White, like, she will go through – all of her predictions are – I mean, she, she was there the whole time. She's one of the rappers that was, like, there the entire time. And she just lists all these weird-ass coincidences of, like, there are five people that, that, were, that started Bad Boy Records with Diddy. All of those people are dead. All of those mm-hmm. people are. And he's the, he's the last remaining one. See, like, that's interesting because they all died from strange, weird heart attacks. A poison, and, and people are, and people know his bodyguards were talking about. Don't drink the champagne when he gives the champagne out because he drugs everybody. Because that's what he does. He drugs people. So I mean, I I don't know how much more. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, there's too many people corroborating that. There's way too many. It's not like Michael Jackson where it was like five of the people just wanted money. Like these people are like we are terrified of this man. They're absolutely he's ruthless. So. Ugh, that is so frustrating. <laughs> It's frustrating. Well, that's why he's in hiding now. That's why people are distancing. He's losing all of endorsement deals. People are pretending like they don't know him. They've never seen him. They're, they're Epsteining him. They're just like, oh, I don't know who that was. I've never – there's 18,000 pictures of me with him, but I have no idea. Really? Isn't it a little late for that? <laughs> You're a little late on that. It's like when Cl- the same thing with Clive Davis and all these – oh, we don't know who that – yes, you do. Yes, you do, actually. No. <laughs> you sure do, and you're not going to yeah. get away from it. They're going to go. That's why they're trying to sacrifice him. They're trying to get him away, because that way they can they can still maintain some sort of symptom. But they're not. He's going to pull everybody down with them. They're all going down with them. It's so sad. It's so sad to watch this. 
I mean, because there's, uh, there's legitimate artists out there that were that were. I mean, the fact that that's you guys were always wondering why are all these bad rappers here. There's actually really talented rappers, but they don't want those people. They want talentless people, and then make them seem famous because then they can control them. You know what they used to say at Bad Boy? They were like, "Well, talented people think they have a say. They think they get to have a say in their own fame and their own artistry." Now we want talentless people because then we can control them. Well, that explains Absolutely. rap. That explains the horrendous amount of terrible rap that there's out. That's why. That's why they're there. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't have any talent. They don't have. They can't be actual rappers or actual talented people. They have to be made to seem as if they're talent. That's incredible. Right. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't mean to sound old, but like, you know, I I was listening to the radio the other day and there, I mean, there, there was this female rapper, I'm not going to like go into the details, but female rapper that was like, I mean, all it is was like very vulgar, not witty, not creative, just vulgar. I'm going to stick it in here mm-hmm. and I'm going to slide on mm-hmm. it and I'm going to, you know, it, it, that's all it is. It's, there, there's no talent. It's just you know, how, how hard is it to, to talk about, you know, sitting on a dick, excuse me, but like, like it's, there's no <laughs> talent in, involved at all. And it's at just all. like, I feel old, like having to change the channel back to the AM, you know, but <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. Well, you, you know what? Not... You can, you can rest, you can rest here that I was actually, I was wondering how the actual rappers themselves felt about it. And actually a lot of them don't really like that. But but one of the one of the one of the mainstream rappers, people that I didn't even suspect to say this, were like, the problem is with this is that we'd like to talk about other stuff, but they incentivize and want us to talk specifically about that. That's what they want them to do. The the, right. the media moguls want them to. They're perpetuating and incentivizing that specific thing specifically. So, yeah. I mean, oh. they won't pay them otherwise. And I'm like, isn't that irritating? So it's not even rappers themselves that are doing it. They're being incentivized to do so. They're being forced to do so. So I'm like, that's, right. what's, that's what's destroying it. So, I mean, rap could be very – there is underground rap. People like um, Sage Francis and Socrates and Immortal Technique, and those are people doing conscious rap, but they don't want those people because they're waking them up to the corporatocracy. They don't want that rap. They want people talking about, you know, guns, murder, and violence. That's, that's incentivized. That makes money. So, so, so I want people to blame artists for this because artists don't have any – Dave Chappelle talks about this all the time in, in contracts. That's why they sign, you're signing your name in, per, in perpetuity across the universe for all of existence. Like, who, what does that even mean? <laughs> you know what, I mean? what does that even mean? You're too young to even know what you're signing at that time. You don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? They sign them young and get them, get, and then they just, and they're owned forever. They give them millions of dollars that they, they're in debt. They have to pay that back. They don't just get to, you know, whatever they make off that goes right back to the record companies for, for endorsing and producing them in the first place. So it's like it's a did, trap from the very beginning. For, so, totally, yeah, totally. Have did you ever see that that short um, clip of Cardi B uh, crying and eating cereal during the lockdown? Yes. yes. I I, I kind of want to play. It's so short. I kind of want to play it right now because it's kind of exactly like what you're talking about. Like she's definitely one of these people who are kind of trapped in her contract. But here, here we go. Three, two, one. Yeah. Like I shouldn't be eating. Cereal, like I should be in a restaurant eating sushi. <laughs> like, why are we going through this? I don't want to see a day. Eating her captain's lunch. It's, yeah, that's oh. it. But, like, yeah, she's just like, come on, tell me that's, like, that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they're poor. Most of these artists are completely poor. Um, oh, by the way, TLC, um, remember, I don't know if you remember this in the 90s, they held their record label up at gunpoint. They went into the record studio and held them up at gunpoint because they weren't making any money. 
They weren't making any money. They sold. They, I, they were. They were a double. They were a double platinum artist, the biggest you know band of all time. Made no money on that. None. <laughs> like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense to me. So, I think I like, do remember I mean, that now that you're saying. Remember that? that? They held them up at gunpoint. Like this is, and all artists are going through this. They're they're they're. I mean, they sold. They're sold away because they not get to make up that money, and they never No, they're not going to be able to do that. So it's just so sad how they trap artists this way. It's so sad. And and a lot of people don't always get into this shit too. Like she traps people. They get trapped in contracts and they can't you know allowed to work with other things or talk to anybody or do, like she treats them like crap. She really does. So it's just these people they're all these things they're not they can't be. I mean if they're gonna be ruthless in, in empires and money and industry, they can't be nice people. They're just not. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, how do you I mean, yeah, you can't survive. I mean, that's why all the things about Ellen have come out. All that. People are like, Ellen's a oh. fucking monster. She's a literal monster. So, Ellen, yeah. Mm-hmm. When we saw the during COVID, when she just eliminated everybody. Oh, you're breaking up a little bit. She eliminated everybody on her show, like all of her, her staff and everybody. Like during COVID, she just, good luck on your journey. Bye. I mean, these oh, people man. worked for her for 10 plus years. And they had they had four old K's. They had been working with her for almost two generations. She just dismissed them and moved on. Good luck on your journey. That's crazy to me. That's insane. That's an insane proposition. So, oh, but yeah, that's Hollywood, though. You know, like that's that's Hollywood. Uh, Holly weird. Um, definitely. Uh, yeah. So see. that's what I've been studying lately. That's what I'm studying is the whole Diddy conundrum. How it's bringing every mogul, the old mogul, especially if you guys have uh, watched. Uh, Surviving, not surviving. It's um, how many boy band or something? You watched that? The guy who created boy bands who went to jail. Um, surviving. Deranged pervert that he was. Huh? What What did you say it's called? I, I, I just forgot what it's called. I have to look it up. It's actually on YouTube. It's really. I watched it on Netflix a while ago, but it's it's like it's not surviving boy bands, but how to make boy bands. Oh, okay, it, all right. Remember that one? And it was about all these people, including Lance, saying like all these people, the Backstreet Boys. It was, it was also produced by the same guy, who was a who was a open, wild, huge, massive pedophile. He was a, he was like three hundred pound pedophile. Gross. I mean, he's in jail. Yeah. He's pretty jail. Yeah. Remember Perlman? Perlman. Lou Perlman. Lou Perlman. Mm-hmm. Remember him? No. He's the one who created all those bands. That's him. Lou Perlman. People talk about in graphic detail what he did to these boys and how he got. I mean, just over, siphon your money away, you know, insider trading. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this stuff's coming out now because these people are either old or dying or in jail. So I don't think Clive Davis is going to make it either. I feel like he's going to go down in flames too. But yeah, that's crazy. Um, I, you know, I have to say that I love that a lot of this stuff is in the news again or, you know, back like even um, like just in the last few weeks, Pizzagate has been back in the news. Um, mm-hmm. Can't say that I'm surprised. Uh, <laughs> I can't say I told you so, you know, like that. Are you waiting? I know that guy died like a couple of years ago or something, but I was waiting for them. The guy that debunked Pizzagate was then what? Found guilty of molesting children. Surprise. Surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and then a thing you also are doing. So funny. Oh, oh my god, oh. exactly. 
And, and then there was something in uh, a school in in Texas where they got caught using pizza as as child porn. You know, like the references. Mm, yeah. It was just in the news not too long ago. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. It resurfaces every once in a while, and then people try to like squash it down by talking about Trump and Ukraine, and you know what I mean? Well, like, right. and like I don't, most people I don't talk about Ukraine. So. Yeah, Rolling Stones actually just uh, did an article. Let me see. I think um, the uh, here um, Elon Musk drove a ninety-five hundred percent surge in PizzaGate content, says the Rolling Stone. And of course. <laughs> They they do this as like as like you know the the negative to it that and of course they have to slip an anti-Semitic at, at the same time. Um, yeah. So, oh God, I, I you know and it's it really does show what's going on. You know, like it, it shows their their true mm-hmm. colors. Um, I have to put on a um, an ad real quick. Uh, okay. So, but stay with me. Um, we'll be back in about 30 seconds. Noise. I'm Diana from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Russ and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our show. See you then. Not brought to you by Pfizer. Not brought to you by Pfizer. Uh, one... We have to specify because really everything's brought to you by Pfizer. It's not us, not... guys. We're not Pfizer. Not <laughs> at all. So, um, I, I, yeah. don't know why that, I don't know why that people are so, and so supportive. I mean, that's why I'm so angry at SNL. I'm so angry at them. I mean, didn't me and Hunter used to joke about their famous their famous skit about almost pizza, which is a mocking of Pfizer because of how terrible they are. And then two years later, they're supporting that same company, lecturing Ice Cube for not getting a vaccine to the company they just mocked years ago for being crazy and insane. Like, I don't understand that. I understand. Oh my God! So yeah, confused. exactly. Um, okay, we're gonna do one more ad, and then we'll be right back. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Ah, uh, that's our good friend Sabrina. Um, Yay! It was now a, a host um, every Friday. Um, what? On, yeah. Absolutely. God, and she's so got long. A, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I'm actually the station manager, acting station manager uh, for uh, my turn now. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah. Um, so what? Okay. So all right. So we talked about Disney. We talked about um, uh, the 
the mafia. The, what, what do we call it? The mm, the, oh, the rap the velvet, mafia. Zuma velvet. Velvet mafia. Uh, what else is going on? What what else do you want to talk about? Um, we're starting we're starting to get a little bit more on these old videos because of because of the so-called declassification of aliens. Oh, that's totally <laughs> a distraction. Right, terrible. Um, but well, but now these remember those remember the old '90s videos of people were actual whistleblowers talking when people were like, "Oh, that's conspiracy." No, that's that's back again because uh, people were starting to go through those actual documents again. Be like, "Wait, didn't we hear about this already?" Yeah, you heard about it about mm, I don't know a century ago or something. But it's starting to come true again. So now we're starting to get yeah. intel or, re, or people are starting to really relook at that intel, like the stuff of the Andromedans is back because they're, I mean, because now we're doing this higher consciousness, higher vibration stuff. Right. But the Andromedans were telling you that in 1994 and they're whistleblowers with horrible haircuts you know, in the nineties, um, way too much curls, weird shit, balding, you know, party in the front, bad in the back. Uh, but no, no, I mean, there was, there, all that stuff's back again. I mean, people talking about um, with it, William Bramley's um, Gods of Eden, um, amazing book, uh, talking about how, you know, the Andromedans are here and what their, t- what their predictions were and how they were watching us and, and giving us the history of how we were manipulated and why, why we have different skin tones and why our energy is this way and how it's being manipulated and who's here and why they're not. Like, all that's back. It's all back again. So, but, but all their Absolutely. predictions from 1994 came true. So, <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's so frustrating, too, because, like, okay, so – I, I, and I know that um, there has been tactics from the CIA where they elevate these people and then they they force them to um, put in misinformation so later they can go back and say that that's, you know, that this part of it's not true, basically to invalidate everything. Exactly, to dismiss all of it, mm-hmm. which is a logical fallacy. Um, but remember, this, that's also why Q told us that from the very beginning. Like, they have to put disinformation or they couldn't put it out at all. That is going to give you full list of truths. Like, they can't do that. Why would they let themselves be published in that way? They're not going to do that. So, they can't, yeah. But yeah, it, but exactly. It, but it is interesting. It's interesting the way that this guy talks to Alex something. Um, but it's just like it's, it's, it's pretty much on point because it's just about how the Andromedans themselves view us. And, and how they and it's very inter- it's just very interesting stuff. Like it's not, I mean I don't, I'm not saying everyone should believe that. But I'm just saying it's very interesting to look at it. You go back and watch this this lecture on the gods of Eden. It's very interesting. And they talk about like why they're, like the, the the actual hologram that we're in the 21 trillion million year hologram that was created and how the how, how we how this is manipulated. This whole thing is manipulated and why that's why the alien species are getting in trouble because they're not allowed to violate free will, but some are and some are trying to stop them from doing that because they know the repercussions will even expand to them as beings, even as because higher beings are out of that. Higher, being, higher beings don't get out of the out of manipulation of free will. They'll still suffer the consequences too. They still will. Yeah. And so it's not yeah. entirely our fault. You know what I mean? Like it's not just us doing it. There's, there are things actively, you know, actively stopping us <laughs> because they know what our abilities are. So they're actively preventing it. So, but the, so there's a, that's what we keep saying, the Galactic Alliance. There's a war above us, not just our war. There's a war above us about people. And there's some alien species that don't want to get involved entirely because they know what the repercussions are of getting involved. But if they don't, then they realize these other ones will come in and destroy everything and destroy their lives. And, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 3D chessboard. It's a 3D chess. always has been. So, right. Yes. I like it. Yes. But I like the idea that there's a council out there that can't decide. Like there, there's arguments of higher beings going, should we involve ourselves? But what happens if we do? And what do we, how do we stop these people? Some are benevolent, some are benevolent, some aren't like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us guys. It really is. So, right. Yeah. And, and at this point in, in the process, um, in the timeline, I feel like 
although it is our job to educate people on these things, it's like, what, what else can we be doing? Like what, you know, and, and this is something that you and I have had many, many, many conversations about um, mm-hmm. is, is that, you know, what can we do to, to be a part of the, um, of the solution, to be a part of the winning side? You know, and, and um, you know, when, did you happen to see the Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson interview? Is it recent? Yeah, just this week. Oh, I don't think I have, no. He, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a very interesting thing. And, and, it, um, and, of course, Alex Jones being the pariah that he is, um, it, mm. it, it, it actually comforts my soul a little bit to know that, He's basically saying the same. He must. He must watch my show. You know, listen to my show because, you know, he's saying the same <laughs> thing that, that we've been saying this whole time. At you know yeah. about that you know our who our enemies are, how our enemies have to tell us their their plans, um, and, and you know what we can do to be a part um, of the change to to win this war. Um, we know we win. Like I, we've said many many times, we know we win, um, yeah. but. What what can we do? Um, how can we be accountable and stand up in this fight um, to, to to you know to 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 win? Um, and of course, we know that food, news, and health are the things that we've been talking about forever. It's no um, you know it's no coincidence that they went after somebody like Alex Jones, who was really kind of on to the right things on a lot of subjects, um, exposing their plans. Um, and it's not a coincidence that they went after him first. And then less than a year later, um, the president of the United States gets censored. Right. So, um, you know, I I know that you're not necessarily in, in a place of abundance at the moment. Um, but I really appreciate that you're still here and you're still trying to spread, you know, light and truth and, um, you know, and, I guess the resources that you have to, to give you, you share, um, what are you doing now, you know, today yesterday, and, <laughs> yeah. and tomorrow? First, I do appreciate it. Cause a lot of people are like, I don't know how you're still going. Uh, but um, yeah. I think it's cause we've, we've already, cause I mean, we've already established that that's, it's the higher frequency, right? It's the vibration. It's, it, we, we actually, a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of people that claim they're more liberal than I am, and I'm like, well, I actually take Tesla seriously. Um, when he said this is a realm of vibration, he meant it. I mean, you're not smarter yeah. than Tesla, are you? Because I'm not. I'm not smarter than Tesla. He said it's a world of vibration. If you don't vibrate at the right frequency, you're not going to be able to do anything. It's the frequency. Right. And, 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 and this is why I brought up the Andromedans, because going back on that footage, the Andromedans say the same thing. Isn't that weird? They're like, you're vibrating at a lower, it's, the earth is being, there was an, there was an artificial where there's 11 vibrational frequencies, there was a 12th one created. And so the other ones are being forced up. And the third one's been collapsing in on itself for that reason. And so it's forcing the world to, let, to, to raise itself. In order for the world to raise itself, it has to let go of the lower ones, which are fear and anger. It's yeah. forcing you to. It's physically forcing you to do that. Yes, the luge. It's forcing you to let go of it. And so is it like, if you vibrate at a higher frequency, the more you can do. They don't understand why we're trapped. Like, we've trapped ourselves with it, and that's and that's why that's why the the the, malev- uh, the malevolent ones are so defensive about us because they don't understand how. And they say that the third, the third dimensional consciousness is like Jello, and then we're and they're like we're trying to move our hand back and forth through Jello, but they're like we can't even do that. They can't do it without technology, and we can do that with our mind. 
That's how powerful they are. So they're, they're, they consider us beasts, and therefore they shouldn't be lower than us. Well, how can they, how can they have that ability? They're jealous. They're jealous of us, people. Are you listening? <laughs> these higher beings are jealous of our abilities, so they want yeah. to harness it. They can't do it without technology. They can't do it. Yeah. We can do it by mind. By, by our minds, we can do it. That's interesting. That's an interesting phenomenon. Um, and so if we, are, if we operate from a higher consciousness, what they mean, with the isness is what they call God, isness, because um, it's all that is, it's what holds the is together. Um, they're like, if, if, we, if we focus on, on not the anger and the fear, but the actual lifting of each other, simple, simplicity, we don't get into materialism and consumerism, and all, like the higher we'll raise and the easier life becomes. It becomes so fluid. They don't understand why it's so difficult down here. Like, why, why, are, you doing this? why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you doing this they don't understand. Apparently, the Andromedans don't understand suicide. They, have, they, have, they, are, they are absolutely blown away by that concept. They have no idea what that is. They're like, how could you even consider it? <laughs> they don't even understand. Right. They're fascinated by us. They're absolutely fascinated because um, of the denseness. It's because fear and anger are so dense. They're such dense emotions that the letting go of that creates abundance. And that's why I myself can't live in that. No matter what happens to me, if I, if I stay in that mentality, I can't go anywhere. I can't stay in fear and anger. I can't. I just, I, I, it, it, it won't allow me to move. You know what I mean? I'm pushing opportunities away if I do that. So I just, I have to keep, uh, even people that are supporting me now physically are like, well, I mean, it's, that's life. You take, you take it, and then you've got to go, okay, you've got to wade through that. You've got to wade through it. You, you can't avoid it or negate it or dismiss it. You've got to go right through, right to the other side. So, right. Amen. And so that's what I've been doing. That's, I mean, that is the solution. It's just not easy. People really want this convenient, easy – it's not. It's going to be hard, hard work the entire time. It's not going to let up either. It's just going to – you know what I mean? It's going right. to – but it's rewarding. It's supposed to be rewarding. It's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be rewarding, and it will be. You know what I mean? But it's not going to be immediate. Don't expect, it, don't expect the solution overnight, and don't expect it to be easy. Those are the two things we want. We want easy convenience. We've been trained to like that. And we've seen what happens. This is the world of results of easy convenience. It's just disparity and war and chaos. You know what I mean? But Absolutely. There's never, there's never going to be – oh, there's something called the um, – Freud was talking about. It's called the annihilation anxiety. Have you heard of this? No. The annihilation anxiety. Every generation has an annihilation anxiety where they're craving for a world war because like, it makes them feel like – you know, what I mean? it's like a feeling. It's like a, it's like a trauma bond to the idea of annihilation. Hence, zombie apocalypse or world wars, or like. But I mean, there's too many factors at play for that to happen. First of all, if, if there's a species higher of us that are dependent on us for their survival, they're not going to let us go to war. Okay? <laughs> do you understand? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're not going to let their food stores go. They're just not going to do that. That's just not going to happen. Okay? They're just not going to allow that at any cost. So you guys don't have to worry about nuclear annihilation. That's not happening. Okay? It's just not yeah. going to. So I've been saying that's that. the first yeah. thing. That's the yeah. first thing. So we need to get that out of the way because that's not going to – that's what it is, an annihilation anxiety where we think, oh, this is the time. This is the time. But that's happened in every single generation in every single century. Um, apparently the Pope, in the, the Pope in the year 1000 banned crossbows because crossbows were – oh, my God, now they can shoot people at a distance. The entire world will be annihilated. No. No. There's always an annihilation anxiety. Always. And it never, ever happens. Never. I wonder, okay, in, in a world full of complacency, I wonder if this phenomenon has to do with feeling alive, you know, like you yes. have to be close yes. to death to feel yes. alive. That is specifically it. That's specifically what it is, living in the future. It's specifically that. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> Because remember, Very nostalgia is living in the past and anxiety is living in the future. So it's living presently. 
which means they don't appreciate their life. They don't even realize what they have. They don't even understand it. Right. Well, when you live so, in complacency, how can you? And, and well, it's dependent as well. I mean, we're dependent, and we're dependent on psychopaths. And well, and the dramatins' number one thing is take responsibility. Yes. I mean, thinking about reincarnation, they said where um, the the, the like the love you withheld, withhold is the pain that you carry through lifetime after lifetime. Interesting. I well, think, I mean, I think that is the most you know, amazing quote. That is incredible. Oh, so when we're reincarnated or we're trapped in ghost paradigms, that's because they withheld love. They withheld it, and withholding it keeps the pain in, and then you and then you keep the aura forever. You just cycle it into the next cycle. That's right. incredible. So, the, so the problem is not that not that we're loving too much; that we're withholding love. So we need to actually get more love, more love. And that break amazing. That's incredible to me. <laughs> that's that's incredible. Andromeda is telling you that. That's crazy. So we have a caller. I'm going to let. Uh, maybe this is this could be Katie. Let's see. Hold on. Yes. Hi. Hello, Katie. Hello. Hi. Katie Hello. is um is is our is our new co-host. Ty is our first co-host. Um, welcome. Great. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good to good to be here. So I caught the last little bit of what you were saying and really speaks to me too. I was I'm not sure where I heard this story, but there was a story of a woman who was saying you can heal like demonic attachments through loving them. And that's just what popped into my head. I don't even know quite what you were talking about, but I've been thinking about this. How do we heal conflicts? It's just really all about love, isn't it? It mm-hmm. sure is. I think you, I think you have I a point there. They say that so in, the Catholic, in the Catholic tradition, where if you, that's why I say love, because demons don't like that. So if you give them love, they get, like, they get repulsed and then kind of like leave you. They get repulsed by it. So, like, they, don't even, they don't even bother attacking you. If you're just like, hi, how are you? Like, no. <laughs> they want you afraid. They want you afraid of them. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I think this lady was saying that she, she was infertile, so she couldn't um, – she I, – I, I'm so sorry if I'm not remembering this exactly correctly, but it was like – she couldn't do anything. She tried everything possible under the sun to cure her infertility. And then she approached it from a spiritual point of view, and somehow she figured out that she had an attachment on her ovary. And she did, like, hmm. some kind of ritual to get rid of it. And then she realized by loving it, it it healed the the attachment. Like, maybe it wasn't a demon. Maybe it was more like hungry ghost or like some kind of trauma yeah or probably a trauma, trauma she was, well she was, i think it was a myth. she was attached to a negative a negative vibration and so she was vibrating it away from her because she was attached to it so when she relinquished it and then the opportunity then flowed in she was open she well, closed herself to it. she accepted the reality that it was there and so she was pushing it by accepting because our minds like create it our minds are creating yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. This is just her story. Her story was that she yeah. had uh, some kind of entity attached to her, and that she helped heal that entity by loving it, and then yeah. it mm-hmm. flowed away. Yeah, yeah. Which, I think she changed, she changed her mind frame thing. from it's just the law of attraction. It's not. It's not the law of. Um, we, we used to joke about that. It's not the law of like assertion. You don't assert it into being. <laughs> it's the law of attraction. So you put it out, and then you let it come to you. 
you're letting it come to you. You know what I mean? You're not, yeah, you're not all, forcing it frequency. into being. Yeah, it's the yeah. frequency. She raised her frequency from, from, a, from, a, a mind, uh, from a mindset of loss into a mindset of acceptance, and therefore it flowed in. Which is very well, who says that? Everybody, the Buddhists, everybody say that. It's a law of acceptance. Suffering is suffering is a choice. You know, what I mean, it's a cho- we're choosing to suffer. We don't have to suffer. We're choosing, I, we're making an active totally decision to cling to that emotion. That's what it is. I yep. totally agree. I just, yep. yeah, I, I was having such a difficult day at the beginning of the day, and I just put it out there to the universe, like, just like this day is all about love. I, I'm calling in protection, safety upliftment, high vibration. And it was like, it was so crazy. Like everyone I encountered was just so nice. I was like, whoa, that worked. <laughs> Every light was green while I was That's driving. I, was I, don't know, like, I don't know if you oh, have this, but I have I this where people, if people are like that, if people are like that to me, that raises my vibration. Like I'll immediately fall out of a bad mood if somebody's in a good mood. I, I, oh, my mood's yeah. changed to power other people. The moment somebody's happy and chipper, I'm like, oh, well, now I'm having a good day again. Like, it, it takes nothing to raise me out of that. <laughs> nothing at all. I, I just need to... one good thing, and it raises it. So... Can I say something? I just want to say something about that, if you don't mind me dabbering on a bit. But, oh, please do. Um, yeah. So this is so random. But last week I watched this movie, I think it was from the 30s, a production of Little Lord Fauntleroy with um, – gosh, Freddie Bartholomew, who was such an amazing young actor. And it was like, okay, the story was that he's in Brooklyn. He's English. He's British. But his family moved to Brooklyn. I guess his mom was American. And then his dad died. But then it turned out he was heir to be an earl. And they had to go back to England, he and his mom. But the earl who was there... Um, still in the castle, he didn't want the mom there because he was mad that they that she had like stolen her son and moved to America, and so he was just like this cold person. He was mean to everyone. He was always complaining. Everyone just rolled their eyes and couldn't stand him. And then this young boy comes and he's just sees the good in everyone. He was just like. I just recommend this movie just because it was so nice to see Mm. something that wasn't a bummer. But it was like this child actor really embodied this feeling of love, like always just like and the mom wanted to make sure that the uncle or, yeah, no, grandfather, sorry, that the grandfather didn't tell the boy that he was not letting her, the mom, live in the castle with them when they came because she didn't want to poison him against his grandfather. Why? And it was just like very wise. It's just like <laughs> just like the, how the story unfolds. You just see how he. I mean, it's like that Pollyanna story or something. It can be so cheesy and so overdone, but there's something about seeing the good in people and bringing that love to people that like you can get a different result and it's so fascinating to watch that happen. And you know, um, there's also um, this reoccurring theme that, that we've had on the show, which is talking about um, respecting the evil in this world and the, co- and, and how they, mm-hmm. you know, this, this collective group has been able to, do all of these things to us, right? And I think that mm-hmm. might even be the, the first 
step and accepting mm-hmm. good in other people is is respecting the evil that has held us captive. That might be the first mm-hmm. step to us, you know, breaking these bonds is, you know, yeah. breaking these change, win, you know, chains. Winning is to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. even, even if we don't want to promote loving yet our, our enemies, we can at least, we should at least respect them enough to know exactly. what exactly. they have, you know, how, how we got into this mess in the first place. I was not, not, all of them are, not all of them are enemies. That. Some of them are just some of them are just alliances. That's what I mean. Like because there's there's levels of evil. Not everyone's the same as Henry Kissinger. You know what I mean? Yes. Some people are just accomplices, or they were caught against their will. And if you align with the right people, I mean, they'll. Yeah, there's such a thing as people changing their ways. They can change if they're if they're if they're incentivized to. They will. Yes. It's, well, about, it's um, about incentive. They need an incentive to do that. You know. So let me just say really quick, and then back also. to Katie. Let me just say really okay. quick, and then back to Katie. I I just I love how many. How both sides of this, uh, you know, uh, of this struggle, um, everybody hates Kissinger. I've seen, you know, I've, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've not been so, yeah, so unified in one hate, you know, one like, oh, yes, he's gone moment in such a long time. But go ahead, Katie. Oh, my gosh. Unlike with John McCain, that was painful. Yeah. Um, So what I was going to say, and I hope I can call this back to mind, but um, so you're saying we have to acknowledge the evil is the first step. And I just want to say, like, I feel that we are, that this is, it's almost like we're under a spell. Like we're just bombarded with so much negativity all the time. Yes, that I feel that they win when we're unhappy. And so it's really a conscious effort to focus on the positive and call in the positive and um, train our mind to say, you know, I'm protected today. I'm going to have a great day. This is a beautiful day. I'm going to, you know, be uplifted I'm going to feel good. I'm going to even like just say like an affirmation. Traffic's going to be easy and light. People are going to be nice and helpful. I'm going to have nice, pleasant interactions. Just to even hold that in mind is an act of rebellion, I think, because Mm -hmm. we're just, I mean, some people I know, even say that we're bombarded with frequencies, like that we're bombarded on a, energetic like actual energetic level yeah we were just talking about that before you called in but go ahead Mm -hmm. oh really yeah yeah on purpose there's there's patents for machines to do it (laughs) so they definitely are doing it 100 say that again there's patents for machines to do it there's actual patents and the patent the patent they actually do physically do it physically do it yeah so yes i'm familiar and i was thinking there's like one in Boulder, Colorado, I heard that there's some center for that, but I, I'm not sure about the specifics, but to focus one's mind on something positive and just have that, hold that focus, like that Zen Buddhist monk or whatever, that is your reality, is your focus. So if we can focus on the positive, you know, Screw that. Screw them trying to bring us down with their frequencies and their 
all their garbage, all their garbage content and their 5G and their poison food, you know. We've also been very good about not uh, spiritual bypassing, which is a lot of people's thing. Their their go-to is the the toxic positivity culture where they're like, well, we can't feel mm-hmm. negative feelings at all. But no, you're supposed to incorporate your dark self. It's very Carl Jung. You're supposed no, to incorporate it's it. Like always, 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 always wade those. through the darkness. Always wade through. Don't, don't dismiss or negate those emotions. Feel them deeply and then wade through it. Just don't linger in it. You can't linger there. You just have to let yourself feel things. I mean, we're now in this culture people don't even want to feel emotion at all. They don't want to feel it. They're just, how can yeah, I negate that it? with drugs or this or television? Or, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Feel what you need to feel and then mm-hmm. yeah. release it. Yeah, let it be it, released. Feel it. Yeah. And let it be released. Exactly and right. Release. And acknowledge that yep. you might be also just tapping into something that's real, mm-hmm. that you might feel anxious for a reason. Maybe you're anxious because you're aware. Maybe. Oh, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Maybe sure. you're aware of sure. other people's suffering in the world. And, I mean, we're all sensitive people. We're all, like, you know, tuning in to different frequencies and vibes and we're going to feel the suffering in the world like it's weird to think about so much happening that's so terrible Absolutely. right now well it's, it's the understanding that danger and fear are not the same thing we get that yeah. confused danger yeah. is very or, real fear is not fear is fear is a warning of potential danger but danger is danger yes. you know what i mean like but if you're inside your yeah. house and like if you're inside the basement house and you're just sitting around should you be are you in danger of a bear attack no you see what I'm saying? Like, you're not really, but you, you, are you afraid of bear? You can still be afraid of it, but it's not an immediate danger. It's like danger and fear are not the same thing. They're just not. If so you're a lot of people a, are yeah, not afraid to be afraid. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, and that you're, frequency, you're holding that frequency inside. It changes your cells, your mentality, everything. So, yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're in a swimming pool um, and you've got a fear of, of a shark attack, you know, right. like it, it, <laughs> it's not real. It's not, you know, mm-hmm, we, we know mm-hmm. that that's not what's going on. Yeah, Totally. Uh, yes, absolutely. That's, that's, what, that's what phobia means. Yeah. Phobia means irrational fear. It's an irrational yeah. fear. So it's okay to have fears of things, but they're irrational fears. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Completely irrational. Yes. So. And what you were saying before about toxic positivity, I agree with that completely, and I'm not suggesting that we do that spiritual bypass, but the thing I'm talking about is if you can embody the frequency, it's, it is like going beyond positive and negative where you're kind totally, of like totally. neutral and your mind is relaxed and you can just like say it without attachment. Like mm-hmm. um, I am filled with the the love of the universe. I am, you know, I'm having a great day. I don't know. I have my own affirmation. No, you're right. That's, 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 what the Andromeda, but... that's what the Andromedans are telling us, that we have the power of creation, of manifestation, business power, whereas the, some, of, some of these other higher, supposed higher beings have technology to do thin air. We just manifest it through thought. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. They need physical technology to create things we just don't even attempt to. We're not even trying to, which is Absolutely. why we're being manipulated into creating it for them because they can't do it. They're jealous of our ability yeah, to do I've that. Yeah, I've heard that. I've I mean, doesn't that, that make you, that, that makes, I just, so I don't know why people are invalidated, but I'm like, that makes me feel incredibly special that we're all pieces of this mosaic that we could create ad nauseum mm-hmm. from nothing. That's an, that's an incredible gift. What an incredible well, and power. That's why, and that's why I think that the biggest victory that – the the evil ones um, have over us is convincing the population that God is not real, that spirit is not real, mm-hmm. that exactly. connection collective is not real, you know, that we can't mm-hmm. actually 
physically, that we're not actually physically and vibrationally and energetically connected to everyone else. Like that mm-hmm. was the biggest win. Yeah. That was the biggest trick they pulled off. Is yep. that funny? And you know, and you know what good trick is according to, uh, yeah. according to the Andromedans, the hardest war between that is, is that they are trying to convince us what it is, what they're trying, they're trying to get us to realize that we have that, about, uh, uh, that power and that ability without them telling us that. So they want us to think it's our idea. That's their goal. Isn't that weird? Yeah. They exactly. want us to think it's our Isn't that idea. weird? So, so evil is using it as a way that we created, we're better, we're better, so you're doing it. I'm getting confused. I, I I think I wasn't hearing enough of what you're saying, but I'm I'm feeling the <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down, but I couldn't hear all of that. Well, I mean, okay, think think about this. You know, when you talk about energy and frequency and things like that, um, and knowing the fact that they have to tell us, the evil ones have to tell us their plan. Um, oh, I yeah. would. I, I would say that, you know, like things like this, like um, our, our monetary system, what do we call it? We call it a currency. Why do we uh-huh. do that? Because we're all connected. Our energies are all connected. These are, these are uh, you know, electronic terms. These are, you know, uh, electric terms mm-hmm. that, we, that we're all connected by. Um, energy they system. Have, yeah. is an energy system. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ty's back. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead, Ty. I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you kind of cut no, out. No, no, you, no, you're fine. I just want to clarify. You're right. You're 100% right. That's exactly what it is. It, currency, that's where you got even legal terms. Currency. Money is a form of currency. Trade is a form of currency. Current. Currents. Why? Because the, uh, the, cause during cause all, all cities in, in the olden days were, and even ancient times were built around what? Rivers. Currents. Where, where the water Ooh. flows, where things flow Ooh. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, none of these words. Are, none of these words were chosen randomly. All of these words have very specific ancient meanings. I mean, sin is a word that is older than Sumerians. Even it's older than that, which means genetic defect. By the way, um, you go into that. Go into that history. You'll be like, what the fuck? Apparently, our original skin color was green, and then we turned into red, which was Native Americans, and then yellow, which was Asians, and then black, and then white. And the Andromedans have a t- complete timeline for it. And I was like, holy crap. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> It's weird. And there was some sort of nuclear explosion that changed our genetics, and then they had to meld us with primates and blah, 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 which confirmed the Sumerians. Like, everybody's there. They're all there. This entire <laughs> timeline is mixed with everyone. It really is. So if you go through enough documents, you're like, I see how they did it. <laughs> yeah. I kind of see how this happened now. So it's crazy. It's nonsense. So, I, I actually hmm. was uh, going to play because I didn't know if I was going to have a co-host for the third hour, but I had two. Uh, which I love you both. Um, there is, I, I was going to play for the third hour um, uh, um, something called Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. Ty knows all about it. Yep. Um, and it's too long to play. It's, it's an hour. So, But, it, Katie, if you're confused at all about what we're talking about, um, I will, I'm going to put this in the Seeds of Change chat now. Um, okay. And, and then uh, watch it at your leisure. But this is what we're talking about. Um, yeah. But go okay. ahead, you guys go ahead. Yeah, is yeah. Silent weapons is the basis for it's, it's the basis. It really it's the basis for PNAC, the Project for New American Century, slash whatever three names now. Um, 
you know, they could change names, but like that's that's the basis of it. They are in designing silent weapons, which is basically what neuro linguistic programming and social conditioning and uh, the Office of, for, for Public Relations and Edward Bernays and all that. That's all what that is. Social mm-hmm. and mental control. Because once they control our mind, they have everything else. Because that's how powerful our minds are. That, that, that's, I mean, the moment we wake up to the fact that we can create it at will and we don't need them, they're done. There's the nothing new. I know about a lot of this information through other channels. So, yeah, this looks really interesting. I love that it's coming to a head now. I love that it's coming to a head. Yeah. His favorite and they have to tell us. So they have to. They have to do it. So, I mean, they might not do it the correct way. They might omit things or do it secretly or through disinformation or other way, but they do have to say something. They do have to. I mean, you know, and sometimes we hear it and we don't want to hear it, or sometimes we hear it and agree. Or it, just, it just depends. It just depends. But it, it, it's important for us to realize mm-hmm. now that it's not just us doing it. So it's not entirely us. We are, our, our free will is being violated. Which is why it's crazy. This is why some. This is why some of the higher beings don't understand how we're, how this is happening. Like the way the way that we we act the way we do because no other beings act like this. Well, it's because we're being we're our free will being violated. Which means that those Correct. and, we are and, and those the last yes, our free will is. Our free will is being manipulated. Is that what you're saying? It's being manipulated and violated. Yes, and, yeah. and there's and there's a universal law that even higher beings have to go by where they cannot violate the free will of another species. They can't do it. They can't. There's huge ramifications for their own species. The greys already went through this, which is why they're feeding on us, because they already did that. And that's why their species is dying and has to feed on us, because they violate it. You can't do it. It, it will destroy your entire civilization. You can't do it. The Orion system, as evil as they are, which is, the main, which is our main antagonizers, they still can't do it. They can't, <laughs> because they know what will happen if they do so. They'll still take like care of the world and do all that. They can't. The Orions. So, so, like, it's bad it, karma? For, I mean, it's energetically yes. a little boomerang on them? Is yes. that the deal? Yes, it will. Okay. Yes, it will. It will destroy Precisely. the entire civilization. We'll just, uh, this is why we know we win. Because they're in the same universe as us, so they're bound by the same laws. Period. That's it. You have to go by the hmm. same universe laws. So how does, that, how does that fit in with all the weird kind of the control mechanisms in place by the elites here, you think they're connected with that? Is so that they're, what you're saying? But they're, sure. but, they're worshiping, but, but they're worshiping the malevolent side. You see what I'm saying? Malevolent? Uh, yeah. the, malevolent the, 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 the malevolent. So the ones that are, that are against us, they're the ones, the, the, that's one of the ones on, on, on the evil humans are worshiping at the altars of the malevolent aliens. Whereas okay. we are working with the, Mal- we are working benevolent. with the benevolent aliens. Not yeah. benevolent, malevolent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ones yeah. that are antagonists to us are the upper echelons of the, like, yes. they're worshiping the, the evil ones, whereas we are aligned with the ones that are actually going to help us or, and or new. You know, that's why they're called mm-hmm. the cabal, and we're called the galactic alliance. So it's two sides. There's two sides of that. It's a 3D chess war. Whereas, you know, like, mm-hmm. there's a lower half and then a middle half and then a top and they're all willing. That's why it's okay. Ty, hold on one second. Can you please repeat that la- the, the last sentence? You kind of cut out. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so there's like a, there's like a lower, lower vibrational frequency, which is like, I don't know, different spirit mm-hmm. realms and all that. And there's like the human realm, and then there's like an alien realm, and then there's like a magic realm, and, they're all, and there's two sides of each of those frequencies and, and vibrations, and they're all fighting simultaneously. They're all what simultaneously? They're all, they're all fighting simultaneously. High-level, multi-dimensional <laughs> war occurring all at once. That's why it's confusing. 
So that's what we're feeling right now. Makes sense. That's what we're going through. Not right going now. on. <laughs> there definitely yeah, is. Hard. Can't you feel it? Because we because remember which one which one of these, which one of these things is true? Is it alien? Is it big? Is it magic? And then through all the documents and all the whistleblowers, everyone's like, here's the thing. It's all true simultaneously. Oh, well, that explains the confusion then. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> Doesn't it explain the confusion? There's magic and aliens and dinosaurs. It's all Bigfoot, all of it. It's all there, all there, all of it. Oh, right. yeah, and that'll do it. That'll explain and this, it. And this so, is why, yeah, and this is why we, we can't just run from evil. We have to understand exactly. it. We have to acknowledge yeah. it. We have to yeah. respect it. We have to understand yep. what they've done to us and how we are put in this position. Um, that you know, it's a part and, of us. We have those yeah. tendencies. We're not we're not immune from that. We can easily become them, and any for the right motivation, as they used to say, everyone has a price. So, like for the right well, circumstances, you need you need to have the capability of being that. You know what I mean? You have to have that capability mm-hmm. inside you. So you could also look at it from a point of view of. Um, mental illness and trauma and the brain development of yes. people like how how like I could say somebody who's a psychopath that they're evil uh are they evil or are they brain damaged like there's are they traumatized like I had a family member who was a diagnosed psychopath and so I studied that really in-depthly and then I found out years later into trying to figure them out, extricating myself, actually them not (laughs) talking to me for 20 years. But then their sibling said that their father was vicious and violent. And I was like, oh, hmm. Well, that kind of helps me let go of that somewhat. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. No, you're totally right. Like, is somebody well, you know, I've yeah, studied psychopaths for a long time, you know, because Danielle knows I talk about them because I get in trouble a lot because I, I tell people that we, we can't survive without a human species without them. People get really angry when I say that. <laughs> they're like, we can survive. No, you can't. You need, the reason why our human species survives so long is because of psychopaths, because they're ruthless. They'll survive at all costs and all hazards no matter what. They don't David, care. Can you talk just a tiny bit slower? I'm, sorry, I really want to you're, you're uh, everything you're saying. It, Psychopaths w- will survive no matter what happens. They're ruthless yeah. in their – everything is a means to an end for psychopaths, like everything is. Yeah. So that's why we've been able to survive so long is because certain things that like us as good as supposedly good, those of us who don't have that, that ruthless tendency, we would probably give in to despair and or you know, something like that, whereas they're not attached emotionally to any of those concepts. You know what I mean? They're attached to their own survival and their own goals only. So they have yeah, no they don't feel anything but themselves. So, so they will survive no matter what happens. So that kind of keeps your that kind of that tendency keeps your species going. You know what I mean? So, That's weird. Psychopaths, psychopaths are not crazy. suicidal. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Psychopaths <laughs> are not suicidal. They're not uh, suicidal at all. They they well, think they're always right. So the person that I knew did try to commit suicide, but maybe, you know, that was just... Mm, or did they, or or, or was that... Uh, or, or was well, that It depends a, on what their goal is. Yeah. yeah they're not all smart. They're just, they're just determined, which is different. She also, <laughs> she also had an exorcism in which she said that 11 demons were driven from her. And I got in touch with the pastor who did this exorcism, and he was just like, I don't know. I don't know if it was real. I I got drawn into this. 
it might have just been acting or she just was um needed to hmm. be in a uh, an institution an insane well, I shouldn't say right. insane okay. it's anti antiquated way of saying it but like what the heck like Okay. Well, because of levels. So is you she know, there's a levels. psychopath? Is she has demonic attachments? Well, like, what well you is know what it is? There's such a thing as sociopaths, which are a step yeah. behind psychopaths. Right, you know the difference between those two? Psychopaths are born, sociopaths are created. That's the difference. Yeah. Trauma and crazy that shit. One is more um, like... One is has not exactly conscience, but they kind of know. Yes. When yes. they're doing something one, bad, like yes, there is more do. thought behind it with sociopaths. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did there's study not, this there, a there's lot. may not be a free will thing. It was hard. Yeah. To so sometimes it it's out. sometimes it's sometimes it's a trauma bond thing where it can't. It's it's a defense mechanism or something inside that they haven't dealt with or something like that. Where psychopaths are like born that way, like they 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 just always were that way. It developed really early stage. Where some people became sociopathic for you know being beaten all the time or starved or manipulated or you know what I mean like yeah. Yeah. Trial, just yeah. trial and tribute. Yeah, that's sociopaths. Whereas psychopaths were always like that. They were just. It doesn't matter what their childhood upbringing was or of any kind. They're just natural. And that's a Did natural you, feature. That's a natural feature. Do you so. guys remember that story of years ago where there was a guy doing research on the brain scans of psychopaths, and he yep. realized that he, he had that kind of brain scan, but he was like, he was a professor or a research scientist, something like that, and he was not a violent or bad guy. He had a family life, and... um people liked him but he's so he was like okay so there is this brain type that will go in this certain direction that doesn't have the same response to stress and stimuli mm-hmm. yeah and but like because of the socialization he wasn't a horrible person he understood intellectually right from wrong and he abided by that right interesting this might be an unpopular opinion but I really do think that Jeffrey Dahmer was made into what he did. I, oh, I really? really? How I do you really know? How, is, how so? Well, okay. Oh, his, his, uh, oh, his, child, I don't know his, his background. His background childhood was terrible, honey. It was terrible. It was really bad. <laughs> very horrible parents. Like he wasn't. God, I heard that. Most, they, most like of these happy. people are very horrible backers. No, uh, well, that that makes sense. But it's like, how do you respond to the stimuli? So that is the difference. Some people would yeah. just be broken and depressed or whatever. And yeah. Well, I did not know that. For some channel. reason, yeah. I thought somebody told me he had a nice childhood. That's so weird. That, no, that makes no not. sense that he didn't. My gosh. Yeah. There were some serial killers that had a decent childhood, but still, it's just like, but like he, the way you, you can tell by how they do their crimes whether or not they're conscious of it. You know what I mean? Like usually it's pretty mm-hmm. strategic at a certain point. Like you know you're doing it. Like you don't not know that. You yeah. Know? It's just a matter of if you the extent to which you care. Especially if you if you just kill them or if you feel remorse or if you're torturing them before you kill them or you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, yeah. there's love. or the age in which you're doing it. Are you doing it to adults or children? You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. there's, there's different levels there. There's, are you doing it to weak? Are you doing it to the elderly? Are you doing it to the sick? Are you doing it to you know what I mean? It just it just depends on right. what you're doing. So right. Yeah, are you, are you killing them seventeen times, or are you are you drowning them? Like it depends. 
Uh, or are you, are you doing it to an entire population with the exactly bombs exactly because clearly this <laughs> yeah. is between that's a it. mother drowning her own children after postpartum depression versus Stalin like that's not the same thing you know what I mean that's not the same yeah. so. that's a great yeah that's a great way of looking at it um, yeah exactly like and and he would you know rape children and men grown men and children and and then kill them mm-hmm. um, and and have have sex with their skulls. There's something cool. Yeah, he he kept body parts in his freezer and like would eat them yeah. and do weird stuff. Like that's uh, that's another level. That's a whole other level. Like you know why? I mean? so, why? And then he didn't he say he wanted somebody to kill him in prison? Did no. I one interview with him and I was just like, oh, I can go no further. Yeah, he's yeah. He doesn't he doesn't blink or move his, his no jaw. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't smile or have any expression. Like, oh, you're a dead person. Your your soul is gone. Um. Right. Yeah, maybe um, that was a demonic possession. I mean, that just sounds so out of the boundaries of anything normal. I don't know. I mean, the Andromedans do talk about synthetics, as they call them. They call them synthetics. They're like sort of like create humans. Have things that resemble. I mean, they resemble consciousness, but are not. Cell technology. Yeah, but I'm not saying but that they're, we they're should organic have life forms. Them. They're totally organic. So. Yeah, I'm not saying we should have sympathy for them, but but I do think that there is a value in knowing why he was the way that he was, and yeah. um yeah. and I think that it had to do with tra- trauma. I mean, and they even like there's a Netflix documentary about um, Jeffrey Dahmer, um, and they talk a lot about his his mother and his father, um, and how like mm-hmm. very early on his father like you know um, nurtured this you know, killing of animals and, um, you know, picking up roadkill on the side of the road and, and going and, and looking at the anatomy and, and these kind of things. And they try to make the parents out to be, um, you know, the victims really like this, you know, very sad that, uh, mm-hmm. that the, their son turned out the way that their son turned out. Uh, but that's Netflix. We have to remember. And who owns Netflix? Mm-hmm. Who's on the board of Netflix? You know, and so um, mm-hmm. building up, you know, sympathy Obama. for the abusers. Exactly. So building up sympathy for the abusers is definitely something that I would not put past these people. Yeah. Right. Remember, remember when they were, most, most they were picking that okay, movie, so. Cuties or whatever? Remember oh, when that movie? Yeah, we talked about Cuties, cuties a lot. Um, I, I watched really one earlier. Terrible. I think there was, I, I watched one in, uh, I watched a documentary when I was still with my dad like seven months ago about the creation the rise and fall of Ren and Stimpy, the show Ren and Stimpy. Oh, yeah. Um, and, the, and, the, yeah and the creator of that and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I just started screaming at the screen. My parents were like, calm down. I'm like, no, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Because they were talking about how great it was and blah, blah, and all of a sudden the, the fall of him because he was a child predator and we didn't know, bitch, you're the head of Nickelodeon. You better sit the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely God. not. You are not going to sit here until you're more. Do you know the horror stories that have come out of Nickelodeon? Right. How dare this woman? How dare her? I wanted to stab her right in the face. How dare that woman? We didn't Hi, I'm going to need girl. details on that soon. I'm going to need detail. I would love to watch that. We just hit the oh, 90 second It's good. So we oh, just okay. hit the nice really? oh. This might be the best show so that great. we have had. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I love you guys <laughs> so much. Yeah. Th- love any any last words, Ty? Um, hopefully we'll see you guys next week. I appreciate you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any last words, Katie? Week. 
keep the faith, everybody. Keep uh, focusing on positive good for yourself and treating yourself well, loving yourself, nurturing yourself. It's our only best weapon against all this negativity. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Protect yourself however you do that. Protect yourself. For sure. Vibe higher. um, And and Mm -hmm. just remember, just remember that every time you smile, a reptilian goes hungry. You know, that's that's (laughs) really the biggest. Yeah. Awesome. So please share the show if you can. I love you all. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Not brought to you by Fighter. <laughs> no. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.